Hello, you're listening to Clemente's Corner. I am your host out here in my corner, out here in my dojo, in the studio. You know how I go. Oh, that's my freestyle for the day. Hey, guess what? I had on a local rapper, a very talented man, Soda Peacemaker, a.k.a. Draven Cruz. Guy is awesome, very talented. We had a great discussion, talked about music, current state of hip-hop, his career, all kinds of things. Uh, And it was a good time. I had a great time with the guy. Very excited for his music dropping in February. Check out Soda Peacemaker on all platforms. We played his latest single. I want to say it's called Winter White, but I could be wrong. Anyway, I'm going to leave the link in the description so you'll be able to see it. So don't worry, you're going to find it. And it's a great song. So jam it, save it, stream it, send it to your friends. It's a good track. It's a good time. Just want to say rest in peace to the GOAT, Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. Man, inspired the world. It's crazy to see uh, that type of response, you know, from literally everyone. Like that, the type of impact that guy had is incredible. Just, uh, it surpassed sports, you know? It was, uh, legendary. I'm trying to think of someone to compare it to, you know? That's like modern day. Like, if this person died, it would be like that, you know? I guess, like LeBron or, you know, there's very few people who are on that, on that stratosphere, on that side, sort of fame. To where it's like an international tragedy and it's incredible he's an incredible human being rest in peace to his family uh his him and his daughter and everyone else involved nine people on the helicopter uh, it's a terrible sunday terrible sunday i waited two days to upload the podcast because i've been really busy and that just felt like a huge bummer so i thought i should have a few moments of silence but i want you guys to enjoy the podcast okay don't be bummed out follow your dreams you know, whatever you're working towards, work a little bit harder today. Write it down. Record it. Listen to it every day. Dreams, aspirations, get a dream board. Whatever it takes, man. Or woman. Or whatever pronoun you go by today. You got it. Believe it. Achieve it. You will succeed. Don't let coronavirus get you. Stay away from Asia. And wherever else it is right now, I feel like it's like secretly hiding, you know, that coronavirus. Just hiding in the shadows, waiting for you to walk by. Don't get coroned. Be careful. We're all going to have to start wearing hazmat suits. You know, maybe it's the next, maybe it's the first, I said next, like it happened before. This is the first zombie apocalypse, so get ready. Uh, get a chainsaw, get some weapons around you, and get, you know, get ready. Get ready for for uh, for an apocalypse. I think is what coronavirus means, right? Probably. That's what it translates to. Zombie. Zombie virus. Anyway, I'm going to stop ranting. Um, I don't know what else is going on in the news, guys. Things look rough, but it'll get better, I think. I mean, you can't control the whole world, but you can control your life. So focus on the small things. That's the best advice I can give. And hey, got some shows coming up Thursday. R&R. Back room. That's the R&R bar on Georgia. Georgia and 6th Street. Yeah, Georgia and 6th Street around there. R&R Bar comedy show this Thursday. That will be the 31st. I think it's the 31st. 9 p.m. So show up. Got a headliner out of L.A. He's on his way to Paris, Texas where there's a comedy 
festival, which kind of blows my mind because I never thought Paris, Texas would have anything. Not even like an Eiffel Tower, but they probably have a small Eiffel Tower. I don't know. Point is, he's going to stop here on his way to Paris, Texas, and he's going to crush it at R&R, and we're going to open for him. It's going to be a great time. So go check it out. Go like Yellow City Comedy on Facebook for all future dates. We've got one uh, February 15th coming up. That's at Cactus Bar. Always a good time at Cactus Bar. It's a little tiny dive bar, but somehow we always tend to pack it up. So go check out both of those. Those are the next two upcoming things. We're doing some things in Lubbock. Uh, you'll probably, I don't know if I should shout those out because it's not like, you know, you're going to be there. But anyway, thanks for all the support. Uh, I love you. You're the best. You have a beautiful smile. Even if you're ugly. So, smile. Anyway, this intro is brought to you by another hero of mine. Mac Miller passed away. I guess it was two years ago already, huh? Wow. Another man who had a huge impact. You know, maybe not globally. But he made a difference in a lot of people's lives. And this album that dropped, incredible. It's crazy to me that like his his best work was his latest work. And that's always... That's it's heartbreaker. It's heartbreaker to think about, you know. He was just hitting his stride. So rest in peace, Mac. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, everyone else. I forgot to rest in peace. There's a lot of a lot of dead folks out here. Please enjoy the intro. Good news by Mac Miller. Please enjoy the episode. So to Peacemaker. All day in my head Do a little spring cleaning I'm always too busy dreaming Well, maybe I should wake up instead A lot of things I regret But I just say I forget Why can't it just be easy? Why does everybody need me to stay? Oh, I hate the feeling When you're high but you're underneath the ceiling Cards in my hand, I hate telling. Yeah. Get everything I need and I'm gone. But it ain't stealing. Can I get a break? I wish that I could just get out my goddamn way. What is it to say? There ain't a better time than today. Listen to Clemente's Corners, episode 112. I'm here with Draven Cruz. Say what's up to the followers. What's up, everybody? So you uh, do music, hip-hop, from what I've seen. Um, yeah. Solo stuff. Are you in part of any collectives, groups? No, not right now. I mean, uh, I do have some friends in Houston that I work with. And uh, the, the my friend George, he goes by Screenager or Miracle Springwater. You, uh, you've seen him on Twitter. He was the guy I was telling you about. He has a group called Deep Set that we're trying to work on. But uh, as of now, it's kind of just uh, behind the scenes work. So Nice. That's the guy that's 
using your Twitter yeah, name? Yeah, I, I asked okay. him to change that. So, yeah, he has a different avatar now. So, oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> I was like, people are getting confused, man. You got to fix yeah. that. I thought you had two accounts and you were talking to yourself. Yeah, no, that'd no, be some... <laughs> I might be, actually. George might not even be a real person. I'm it not might sure. not exist. I hope so. I hope he's a real person, though. That's exciting. So have you uh, dropped any music lately? Yeah, I have my single, my single Winter White came out, uh, let's see, it's like two Friday, not last Friday, but the Friday before, maybe, I think. Nice. Is and that going to so, be part of a uh, project? Yeah, that's on, um, yeah, that's on in, a project called In the Weeds, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, it's just a little EP that I'm working on, or it's already finished, actually. It should be out Valentine's Day, but we'll just see, depending on how... Um, the people releasing my music want to do it, but that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. I think uh, that was the first time I saw you like perform. Was it the eight oh six? You performed on Valentine's Day, yeah, right? Yeah, I okay. did. Yeah, I've been, I played the last two Valentine's Days there. Um, I mean, I was kind of hoping they'd hit me up about it again this year, but I did, I haven't even reached out. I'm not sure what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know either. They haven't. They usually hit me up by January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know either. They'll usually let me know, and then uh, I don't know. I I kind of wanted to perform. My, the the anti Valentine's Day show again because that's yeah. kind of it's why I'm releasing it on uh, Valentine's Days yeah that's perfect it's like a heartbreak EP little pop EP so uh, but that's what's up yeah absolutely yeah I kind of wanted to because I performed last year's anti Valentine's but now I'm in a relationship so I kind of just want to shit on people and be like my life's better than yours type yeah type of comedy <laughs> yeah like my 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 girlfriend, she kind of gets mad because uh, all my songs, including all of In the Weeds, it's about, you know, uh, relationship troubles, but it's like, you know, still, even though that I'm in a good position now, that's kind of something that resonates with me, so she's always like, yeah, she wants me to make love songs rather than Uh heartbreak songs, but, you know. Yeah, just, you just gravitate it towards it naturally? Yeah, yeah, because like, I mean, I can, the, the moments in my life that I recall the most for sure looking back are like when I was like really going through it mm-hmm. as opposed to like moments when I was just feeling like, Oh, I feel pretty good. You know, I, yeah. I don't recall those moments as much as like the emotionally traumatizing moments, mm-hmm. like that heartbreak and stuff, you know, that makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. It seems like, uh, a, a lot of music comes from that place. And yeah, like, like uh, I tell people all the time, like I'd I'd rather hear a sad song than a mm-hmm. happy. Like happy songs just don't. Even if I'm happy, like happy songs just don't seem to have the same power. Yeah, you, know? you don't feel as uh, emotionally attached, pretty much. Yeah, cause it's not like something you can relate to. I guess maybe I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works <laughs> either, man. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Sad things are more fun. Yeah. No, that's that's. That's true, because I like the, all the really old songs I like, like Al Green and stuff. It's always, I think all of them. I think all the songs that, you, you know, you like yeah. that stick with you for the most part, you know, like, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, you look back and it's all based on, like, if it's not about heartbreak, it's about something like, you know, I don't know. I feel like most artists come from the negative backgrounds. So. Yeah, definitely. And then when they kind of, like, make it, quote unquote, then their music is uh, more happy. And yeah. Then, then their fans get mad at them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. But, uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was uh, Tyler the Creator who was just like, I can't make sad teenager songs anymore because I, yeah. I actually have money now. <laughs> That's actually interesting. I was listening to the episode 
They did with Talton. I was uh-huh. listening to that today, and uh, y'all were talking about that. And I thought I was thinking about that, like these artists kind of lose their. <clears throat> it's the same with comedians, I guess. You, if you get this to a certain point of fame, you stop relating to what the average person is going through, and so yeah. it's kind of hard to talk about those themes and those, you know. That's true. I'm really excited to see like how Eddie Murphy's gonna do it because he's supposed to come back and do a Netflix special. Oh really? I'm yeah. gonna love that. Yeah. But like, I don't think he's like performing anywhere. Oh really? Yeah, because I've heard like Joe Rogan and other comedians talk about it. They're like we haven't seen Eddie Murphy. Like we're waiting to see Eddie Murphy at the comedy store and see him drop in and do sets. Oh, well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, it would be cool. I don't know. I just feel like you have to be like, what's the word I'm looking for? cold you know he's not like warmed up he hasn't done stand-up since like the 80s so there's no way he can just like show up and be like funny i mean maybe he can maybe he's the best ever i don't know (laughs) i have to see what happens that's gonna be interesting i'll have to watch that because i definitely love the the stuff that he came out with in like in the 80s and yeah eddie murphy raw is still funny yeah raw like it's gonna always apply and he opens up saying faggot so it's it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy watching it now yeah, it yeah. is kind of crazy because that stuff <laughs> definitely wouldn't go through today. Yeah, he would have gotten canceled, but it's still like it's still hilarious. Like his his Richard Pryor impressions and his uh, Bill Cosby impressions. He's a funny dude. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah! So uh, dropping an EP. How much? Uh, how many projects have you dropped so far? I don't even know, man. Like, Quite a uh, bit. Yeah, but like my whole thing with this stuff is like. As far as vocals go, I want this to not be related to like anything in the past that I've done. Mm. I kind of want it just to be a completely different artist, you know, uh, by itself. It's it's soda peacemaker now, you know, mm. as opposed to Draven Cruz stylized without like the vowels and stuff like that. Like, uh, kind of just want to completely go in a different direction mm-hmm. than I did back then, both like in music and outside of music. So have you always used your actual name? Yeah, I have. And then I, I, I thought about like, uh, if I did want any success to come out of my music, which I mean, like who knows, but if I did want success to come out of my music, I had to come up with some sort of like a uh, moniker because I, I mean, uh, if I was going as Draven Cruz and I did any like, sort of deal situation where I was signing over the rights to my music. I was also signing over my birth name, you know, and so Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. So I kind of had to come up with some sort of stage name, you know. Mm -hmm. So So it's, uh, it is your name though, right? You just took out the, yeah, it was, it was back. Yeah, it it used to be. Yeah. Now it's Soda Peacemaker. Oh, gotcha. I didn't know if that was just a clever nickname. No, so I wanted it to be like I hate I hate stage names uh-huh. because so I wanted it to just like you know I definitely drew it out of certain parts of my life you know but I, I wanted it to be so far from a regular artist name you know so, yeah that's know. cool how'd you come up with that because you like soda and like making peace <laughs> well I used to be a I used to be Western pop I mean I still I don't know I used to do a project called Western pop and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about like the word pop and then I thought about soda pop and oh, I was like, Oh, okay, nice. cool. And then one time I got in a fight with my girlfriend and I was talking to my mom about it and she said something about me always wanting to be a peacemaker. And mm-hmm. so I was like, Oh, that's cool. It's also the name of a gun. 
so it pretty hip hop i guess i don't know that's cool yeah and soda also like you know it's texas where they pour like dirty sprite and shit so yeah definitely like the, yeah definitely the dirty south so it has a bunch of different things that tie into it so that's what's up yeah i think of uh the outsiders have you seen that movie yeah i looked yeah, up i looked pop. it up to see <laughs> if soda peacemaker was a was a name of anything mm-hmm. to make sure that i could do like it was original and stuff and that that actually was the first thing that came up was the outsiders that's funny yeah so it's weird kids. how long have you been uh, making music I started when I was a, uh, I was four when I got my drum set. Wow! From my dad, and then, um, I did orchestra in elementary school and piano in elementary school, and mm-hmm. then I did band throughout middle school and high school. And then in eighth grade, my dad, my dad got me my uh, first laptop. So that was like when I started doing music production. I kept that going throughout high school, and then when I went to college for audio engineering, I uh, met some people in my dorms that were doing the same stuff I wanted to do. We started making music, and there's actually still a full mixtape out from me and my dorm mates um, on SoundCloud. So uh, Nice. Yeah, and then after that, I moved back, and uh, throughout the ups and downs of the last few years... Since then, I've been making like vocal stuff and produ- producing for me- myself and some other artists. Were you going to college here? Yeah, I'm at, I'm at AC right now doing graphic design, but I mean, uh, it's it's hard for me to be motivated to go to school. So yeah, I feel that. I don't really like school that much. Yeah, I went to school uh, and I graduated and I don't use my degree, so. What'd you get a degree in? Mass communications. I did a graphic oh, okay. design class, so it's yeah. kind of like in the same realm. It was uh, like an advertising emphasis, so. Yeah, that's always, uh, that's actually, I wanted to do something like that. Like, I kind of wanted to do, like, promote, like a promotional agency for artists. Mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to work on that, but uh, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know yet. But. Well, a lot, a lot of uh, what you learn in school, you can't really apply to, like, the real world. You just have to go and, like make a shitty company and then slowly get better <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> pretty much that's that's how it seems to work from what i from what i can see like all the people who are like really successful just learned that shit they yeah. just like didn't sleep and just worked their ass off and now they have like a really good business or whatever they're doing but yeah school uh i mean school's good you probably learned some things but i don't remember much of what i learned at all yeah so. yeah definitely because <laughs> i mean like I did learn some stuff, and and if anything, you know, like I learned, I was going to class and I was like learning, you know, mm. things about drawing, or I was learning things about uh, freaking Texas government or something, but uh, like none of that stuff was sticking with me, like you said. It was mostly things like I would learn uh, about myself, I guess, mm-hmm. in the least cheesy way possible, but I would learn like things that like stuck out to me and my classmates and stuff like that and yeah. things and it would it would help me decide on how i did or didn't want to be like outside of class you know what i mean like because mm-hmm. at that time when i was going to ac i was living by myself and i was kind of distancing myself from everybody so like i was kind of just i was in school and i wasn't 
talking to anybody. So the only people I would see other than like my mom would be my classmates. And so I started learning about like uh, how I wanted to be and how I wanted to dress, which is weird because it was college. It wasn't mm-hmm. high school. You know, that's that seems like a high school thing. But I don't uh, know. No, college is totally different. You, you pretty much like become a different person. Yeah. Because like high school, you think everything, everything you think matters in high school means absolutely nothing like nobody cares yeah like what you did what your gpa was like who your friends like nobody gives a shit <laughs> yeah no <laughs> as absolutely. soon as you turn uh, it's the most important thing in there but yeah. like, as soon as you get out you're like i don't know man yeah. and i was still stuck in that like high school mentality for a long time until i went to college and i was living mm-hmm. college a second time and i was uh living by myself and stuff and then that just all went away and i was kind of just focused on like thinking about like what do i want my life to look like you Mm -hmm. know and so i don't know nice it's exciting so um i was gonna say what were you going for at first you said music uh audio engineering engineering. so just basically like uh recording other Mm -hmm. artists or working in live venue setups and stuff like that. did you get bored with that yeah i hated it it was horrible (laughs) that's why i mean that's why i quit Uh i was like i mean because i wanted to be I went to art school oh, wanting to be a uh, like an artist, you know? Like yeah. I wanted to learn how to be creative, more creative anyway, and like learn how to become a successful artist mm-hmm. and make my my the stuff that I make uh end up paying me. And uh what I was learning was how to like record other artists and how to record yeah. or help other artists do shows and mm-hmm. you know, and I was just it, it was all stuff that I don't want to do. Like I want to come up with the creative stuff. And I want someone else to handle all that other stuff, you know, eventually. Yeah. On a small scale, I'm doing it. We do it all now, you know. College is designed to make you a good employee. Exactly, That's yeah. my <laughs> That's my takeaway. The best thing um, that I think you can get out of college, unless you're, like, going for, like, math or science. Like, if you're going for, like, art, communications, music, anything like that, uh, the best thing you can do is network. Because you're going to meet really cool people. Yeah. And then just eventually they're going to get out and they'll be like, Hey, I heard about this job over here. And you know, just having connections is really how you get jobs in today's world from what I've seen. Yeah. And I mean, I've learned a lot about networking, just being, you know, doing shows like the anti Valentine's day shows doing Mm -hmm. like the past two years and meeting people like you and meeting people like other musicians that I've done shows with and stuff like that's where I've learned more networking skills than any class I've ever taken. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. The world. Yeah, and music producing, like like as far as producing music for myself and other artists, or recording other artists for myself, like I was going to school for that for two years, and I learned way more in like two months here just hanging out with other artists mm-hmm. than I ever did in school for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Do you get to uh, perform a lot in Amarillo? I was performing a lot, but um, I just. Uh, now, I mean, like, I want to make sure if I do a show, it's not, like, uh, just some random dude you had in your free, your government class just, you know, talking over some speakers and some beats, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I definitely want, if I do a show again in Amarillo or, like, whenever that happens uh, anywhere, I want to have, like, some sort of visual aspect and I want to have something interesting that's going to be that like other than you know you don't go to major concerts just to go see 
like I went to Astro World a couple months ago, and um, there were there were like fireworks, and mm-hmm. there were there were uh, screens with all this stuff going, and there were projections and lasers, and and I don't have the budget for that, but like. Is that a uh, Astroworld, like a music festival that Travis Scott puts together? Yeah, it was okay. amazing. It was actually my first festival. It's the only festival I've ever been to, but it was pretty cool for sure. That's what's up. Yeah. And like that's it. When I went there is really when I realized like if I do another show, I definitely want to bring some sort of something new. Like, you know, because I mean, like I, I love supporting my friends doing music and stuff like that, but. You know, you have to bring something that everybody else in the city... Well, I don't know. It's not a competition. It's not what I'm trying to say, I guess. But I just... I really want to bring something interesting to the table other than yeah. the music. Because you've already unique. heard it, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. At that point, you've heard the songs. You know what they sound like. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to bring a new level of interest to it. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely feel that. Because, yeah, you can go to someone's backyard and see a, see a show where they're just... A screaming into a mic and there's a tiny little speaker in the corner well actually yeah <laughs> see i've been to so many house shows yeah. and it's just been that right mm-hmm. and then i remember uh you you talked with um the people over at lake dads you've talked mm-hmm. to them and they have that house that they all live at and i remember i went to a show over there and they had like projections like going on um, just what I was talking about, like they had the projections and uh, someone was actually manipulating um, all the stuff that was going on to the projection screen or whatever live. Like they were m- mixing really? that up with the music at the same time. And so like they, uh, that's what I'm talking about is they bring like a new level of interest. Mm-hmm. You've heard, you've heard the music already, but they have like, they introduce another layer of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They give you a, an extra incentive. It's a live to performance. Be there. Yeah. yeah, it's a spectacle. Was the word I was looking for. Yeah, exactly. Like it's got to be something. You know, if you're trying to just do like house shows forever, then I guess you can just do your music. But it, but if you wanna, if you really wanna become like, I don't know, grow as an artist, you got to mm-hmm. think about what you're doing as far as performance. You know. Yeah, definitely. I've seen. Uh, I haven't been to a lot of concerts, but I've seen like. Kanye do some crazy shit. Travis Scott. Yeah. I went to Kid Cudi's concert and he was dressed like a, uh, not like an astronaut, kind of like a, like a silver stormtrooper without a helmet. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know what you'd call that. <laughs> they do that stuff. I mean, Kanye is like probably my favorite mm-hmm. out of all that stuff because he has like, he has when he was doing the like the tour for Jesus and stuff. He had like this that that mask that went over his face. It was mm-hmm. all like crystals and stuff. Yeah. And that was just insane. Like I, I don't know. I think that's so cool. Yeah, and that uh, that whole vibe he put out like with those industrial sounds. I don't know what you call that. That with the Yeezus album. Oh yeah, yeah. Just those all those weird noises combined with hip hop. It was it was crazy. Yeah, I love that man. And and for a while I was trying to emulate that sound, but then I, it's hard to like not mimic somebody when you're trying to be inspired by them. That's but, true. That's but yeah, true. I, he came out at Astro World, man. And really. That was probably like the best moment of my life. That's like, dope. Did like, he, uh, what's up? Did he do any classics? Yeah, he came out to. He came out to. Um, oh man, what is it called? It's off of his new. It's it's off of his newest album. It's like the only song I like off the newest album. But he came out to that, and then he did. Um, Can't tell me nothing. 
Nice. And then and that was it. He like walked back off stage <laughs> after that. He did two songs, but I just remember I was like, dang, man. I was in sixth grade, maybe even mm-hmm. like fifth grade, looking up to him, you know. Yeah, he's one of the best. Um, yeah, I was watching an interview with him about uh, how they asked him, like, if fans go to your concerts, are they going to hear the old stuff? And he pretty much said no. And I was like, damn. I know, dude. And he came out and I was like, dang. I mean, I'm super excited to see Kanye, but like, he's just going to play his new album. But then he did that. He did Can't Tell Me Nothing, which is Mm -hmm. like, you know, almost one of the songs that's like completely opposite of the religious spectrum Mm because he's talking about how he, you know, he bought himself a chain Mm -hmm. as opposed to his way to get into heaven, you know? And so it's like, that's funny. But yeah, I remember that song. Uh, when when I first listened to Jesus, he had that song called "I Am a God." Yeah, and it sounds like anti-religious. But then I watched a, a thing where he was explaining it, and he like pulled out a Bible verse, and it's like something that says like we are gods, like yeah. made in God's image type comparison. See, I don't know. I've always thought you know, you don't if you're if you're like getting religiously offended at like music or art or anything like that, like always think you know that's not the point of art you know the arts art's supposed to take you somewhere else you know what i mean yeah for sure i'm gonna turn on this light before it gets dark in here. <laughs> okay <cool. laughs> but yeah that's what i was thinking about i was thinking about how like uh, hold on i'm trying to think about what exactly i'm trying to say before i like say anything offensive or anything like I'll that say I just something mean, offensive. yeah no i just mean like he says all that stuff, and any time I talk to anybody about Kanye that doesn't listen to him, you know, they're like, I, I hate that guy because he's, he's like, so uh, blasphemous and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, you know, like, he's just, he, he's creating his own world inside of his art, and I think, if anything, that deserves the title God for sure, you know, like. Yeah, he's a creative dude. He lives in, like, Montana on a, <laughs> a random yeah. farm somewhere uh, i don't know yeah it looks beautiful out there i'd love to visit did you see this his latest music videos where he's in like that that big uh i don't know what you call that like a snow machine <laughs> i don't think i have no i don't think it's I like uh it's like this big ass vehicle he's driving around i kind of just want to pull up the video so i yeah. can show you it's like his his latest videos there's nothing like really like crazy visual about it it's just kind of like him and his family out in the wilderness of montana and his dad's with him and his uh his snowmobile (laughs) his his fancy snowplow if it loads i'm trying to see where that thing's at is that it Maybe it's not in this one. Just standing on a mountaintop. Oh, I don't know. There's a video where he's a, he has his own snow machine. Those on Sunday. You my chick you my ch- I'm trying to think of what... Because he, he dropped two songs. I don't know. I'll think of it later. I'm safe. Watch those out for right vipers. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Don't yeah, what let do you call them those? indoctrinate. <laughs> no Closed on Sunday. Those look like army trucks. You my Chick-fil-A. You're my number one. 
with the lemonade. hopping out of them. <laughs> Insane, this that looks like a like a weird version of Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Make sure they're wide away. Follow Jesus. Listen and obey. Yeah, he's just he's just in a different place. I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of the world that he's created. Yeah, I mean, it's dope. His his brand and everything. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that none of his stuff really sounds the same you know yeah like he goes all out for whatever it is he's definitely like one of my favorite producers of all time Mm -hmm. which like you know his the stuff that he made gave like like it birthed like travis scott's style of production and stuff like that and drake yeah like 808s and heartbreak pretty much like from what i from what i've seen like kanye was kind of like a one of the first rappers at the at the time when he came out to like not have to be like gangster you know like he kind of yeah, changed and, that whole yeah. vibe it was bad at the moment like people didn't like it i don't yeah. think at the moment but then i mean it, it aged perfectly because he talked about that uh on his album i forgot what album it was it's the very end where he's talking about uh he went to this place he was about to get signed to a deal and then he played uh jesus walks and they didn't sign him He's like, oh, I guess yeah. they didn't take me seriously because I wasn't wearing like a football jersey or a do rag or nothing. And then he went like to Jay Z the next day. So, yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff. It is crazy. I mean, cause cause you had Jay Z discover put on Kanye, and then Kanye put on anybody you listened to pretty much. Yeah, back insane in the number past, of people. Like, yeah, he had Kid Cudi, Big Sean, uh, Travis Scott. He uh, put Bonnie he there. Helped, he helped put Tyler the Creator on. Because uh, that Yonkers, was the song Yonkers? Yeah. That song didn't really blow up until like Kanye like, reposted it and was like, watch this shit. Well, that family, I mean, because now uh, it's, uh, Kylie Jenner's kind of doing that in a way because she'll play these underground artists that aren't, you know, uh, on platforms or something. I don't know. Kylie will post these uh, videos, I guess, on her Instagram story or something like that of... Mm-hmm. Uh, songs that she's listening to of underground rappers and stuff like that and then the next day they're famous and i really? think that happened to wow uh don toliver uh, he's a new guy that travis scott had signed and um yeah i think she i think that's going on right now is she put a song i'm trying to remember what the song's called but she put it on one of her stories and it blew up and it's not even out yet so wow everybody's like begging this don toliver guy to release it and don toliver is great I, i'm i'm sure you've heard he has a viral song right now that's like all over tiktok and stuff so i don't have a tiktok i might have heard of it i feel like i have heard don toliver though yeah but i saw him perform he was there at astroworld nice yeah. that's crazy i wonder how many guys are like dming kylie jenner in one day just like please listen yeah. to my music please. i'm sure it's a lot of people <laughs> please put sure. me on <laughs> but she's got like i'm i'm yeah i'm sure it's like thousands and thousands of people that are doing that but that's what's daunting about this whole thing is like everybody's doing music now you know yeah absolutely that's what i noticed when i started doing stand-up is like everybody's doing stand-up like (laughs) yeah i know that's why like i mean i had talked to you about my interest in it and it's just like uh i don't know man i everybody's doing it you know they're just everybody's reaching for like stand-up or music or Mm -hmm. whatever and it and it's cool i mean i don't know it's bittersweet i guess Mm -hmm. no it is cool because like 
the age of the internet. Like that guy we watched earlier, Andrew Scholes. I mentioned him a lot on my podcast. But that guy, he's like one of my heroes because he got rejected by like Netflix and HBO and everybody Showtime. And so he just like posted his special in like 10 minute clips on YouTube and blew up. Like, oh really? Yeah, he's dominating YouTube. Like that's how you that's how you blow up for real. Yeah, nowadays. he's selling he's selling out shows like crazy. If you're gonna blow up, you know, like it, I've noticed with musicians a lot of time is they do things like the uh, the unorthodox way, and they'll they'll like release things in weird ways and mm-hmm. stuff. They won't just drop straight to platforms and stuff. So uh, that's really how you make it, man. Yeah, and it seems like right now it's just like whoever is like putting out the best content the most frequently yeah he's gonna get those hits he's gonna get those views yeah with like the rap game i think it's it's like you know you look at young thug and future and back in the day it was a little uzi and stuff like that like they were releasing like four or five major projects a year yeah you know lil wayne was the king of that for a while yeah yeah so that's what if you just do the rapid like release Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean that seems how you in hip hop anyway or rap music I guess this seems like a successful technique. Yeah, that's how uh, Russ blew up. He dropped a song every week for a year. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy. And then I was watching. Do you know who Gary Vee is? He's like a no. he's like an internet marketer guy. He's like he always cusses people out, but oh shit. Yeah, he <laughs> he's interesting to watch, and he talks with rappers. He meets with a lot of like business people, and, like helps them with their whatever they're doing. And he was talking to Nipsey Hussle in, like, a video. This was probably, like, over a year ago. Yeah. But he was just like, if I were you, I'd be be releasing a song every day. He's like, rappers in this day and age, the the ones that are going to blow up are going to be the ones that are releasing music nonstop. And I was like, fuck, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's I a mean, lot of work. I make, I make, I try to make a song every, like, I would probably say, it's like, I'll, I'll make a song in a day, but it's, like, maybe three or four days a week you know mm-hmm. so it's like and even at that i'll have a good song come up once every two or three weeks mm-hmm. you know so it's like i don't think i could do that i don't think unless i build this i don't know man yeah i mean it's different because like frank ocean will release 10 songs every three years so <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's just about like i i have a hard time realizing this but really it's just about like doing things your own pace in your own way Mm -hmm. because uh i mean you gotta it it ties into your brand it really does i think how much you release and how you release and what you do when you release is all part of the brand as well so definitely i had on uh do you know nikki cortez yeah for sure yeah i don't know if you heard that episode but that guy i did listen to some of it for sure he's really good at branding that's like one of the biggest things i noticed about him that i wanted to like take away from him he's pretty successful at he's it like, too. yeah he he kicks ass like at marketing himself he's yeah and really he's, he's a great guy to work with as far as i've done i think i've done two shows with him or maybe three i'm not sure i can't remember but it's probably because i can't remember most of my shows but uh yeah you, um, he was he's great to work with man he's always real cool about everything i was in the crowd when he was performing at lovestock and he had like one of the best performances i've seen here locally just the way he like got the crowd engaged he would like walk out and be like hey what's your favorite cereal you know yeah. like, to like introduce his next song and he was like you know just talking with people yeah just having a good time that's i you know who i have not done a show in like years wait i'm, I'm trying to think maybe i've done it i can't remember the last time anyway 
or not years, I guess it was like a year ago or something like that, or maybe like a couple months ago, I don't know. But um, since the last show I've done, I did, I was listening to this live Frank Sinatra album, mm-hmm. and I liked it a lot, so I, I bought like two or three more live Frank Sinatra albums, and I realized that he had the same, it's like a stand-up routine that he does in between his songs, uh-huh. and it was the same one for all three of those albums. Really? It was three different performances. And he had a set stand-up routine that he would do in between his songs. And it was like comedy. Like, yeah. he, he was funny as shit. And so, I thought that was so cool. I'm not, I don't think I'm, like, I don't have that type of uh, mm-hmm. character to do that. But if do, do something like that. Tie it in and, like, you know, do something in between your songs like, mm-hmm. like you were saying Nikki did. And so. Yeah, I've talked with uh, performers about that. About just, like, that time before you're introducing this next song when people are, like, you know changing their guitars or whatever they do like you're in that moment you're the lead singer you're pretty much a comedian like you're just shooting the shit wasting time yeah it goes back to that whole like i I think you should bring something other than just the song mm -hmm. if you're gonna do i've seen people me included do just a whole set of just back-to-back songs and not stop and uh i've i've done that for different reasons Mm -hmm. like there were a couple shows that i played where i was just like fuck this man i don't want to do this right now and so i just like finished the songs up you know I didn't yeah. want to just walk off stage like I was fuck, like Kanye or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a big enough deal to just be like fuck this show, I'm out, yeah. but uh, yeah, I kind of there are a few shows where I just was like fuck this, I'm not going to even try like, mm-hmm. you know. Cuz cuz if certain things happen, you know, I get I get I'm very temperamental, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a problem I have. And so I'll just like finish the setup real quick and I but I think, you know, if I was better Hopefully, next time I come into the performance uh, environment, I'll be better at that, you know? Yeah. And I'll be able to plan it out better. It just comes with experience. Like, uh, it, I feel like uh, like performing music and comedy aren't, aren't a whole lot different. I think you rely on the crowd a lot more when it comes to comedy because it's like a two-person thing or a two-group thing. But with music, you can just perform, but... Yeah, those moments you want to like engage with the crowd. You know, you want to like communicate with people. Yeah, and help them to be in the moment. I think is the best way to describe that because people will resonate with it, or just tell them like you know where this song comes from, how this made me feel, yeah. things like that. Well, and and here's what I've learned is actually so in the weeds. I named after it's it's something. I don't know if you've worked in a restaurant or whatever as far as serving goes, but like. It's a term by servers, and uh, and it, it basically means if you have too many, like your tables aren't really going with you, and like you got you got so much shit you got to get out, but you can't keep up, so you're in the weeds. Like you can't, you you just can't keep up with your mm. tables. See, and I thought so, that was like a metaphor for being really high, but see, continue. and that's <laughs> what I hate about that name is that a lot of people have said that they're like, oh, so it's like yeah, like weed, and I'm like, no, not weed. I don't even smoke, but. Uh, <laughs> So, like, yeah, no, so it's basically you can't keep up with your table, and you're in the weeds, and you're like, fuck, man, I just really want to be back on track. So, um, mm-hmm. so, so uh, my music kind of relates to serving in more ways than that. It's that, like, in the performance setup, when I'm sitting there with talking to my tables, you know, if I want to make money and I want to be successful – then I got to want them to have a good environment, you know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to want the money, you know what I'm saying, because if I want the money, I'm just going to go up there and 
I'm not going to care about how they feel, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I really care about how they feel, then that's going to get me the money. Yeah, it becomes your art becomes like a customer service job, you know. <laughs> exactly, and it's helped me like learn how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I like the, about about being a server is like it's straight up like I don't know. I've thought about this a lot that it's like very similar to like pushing and like like selling all sorts of other shit you know what i mean like it's like you're getting all this cash like stacks of cash every day that you don't have to really document and like you know i don't know man i was broke and then i started serving and it just changed my life so i kind of don't dedicated this first music project back into making music you know i dedicated it to serving because like without serving i would be broke i wouldn't Mm -hmm. be wearing gucci shoes for sure and I wouldn't even be eating, like, more than a meal a day, let alone eating, you know, I don't know, man. But it's just great, man. <laughs> eating it's great scallops feeling. and lobster. Yeah, I'm not eating scallops and lobster, <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm definitely eating, like, Whataburger three times a day. So. Drink champagne for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, eating, I'm eating, like, fast food more than once a day, you know? Uh, and that's because, like... Whataburger ain't cheap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's nice, man. It's nice to be able to, like treat yourself and i could and i could have never bought anything nice that i have right now or like even eat or Mm -hmm. have a place to stay or have a car if it wasn't for serving that's what's up do you have you're dedicating it to serving so do you have any songs like no man i'm working on a song like no 72 ounce bars yeah 70 (laughs) 72 no man i i actually have some i'm working on a uh satire project that kind of relates to that but um it's, I, uh, no, I have, I have a song called Right Behind that I was, that I was kind of dedicating to that because, you know, when you walk around a restaurant, you go right behind, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a song called Right Behind that I'm working on. Um, but like, other than that, I don't want it to be a gimmick. I just really want this first project to be like dedicated to, cause you know, I don't know. Like I said, I would not have anything I have now mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that job. And like, I don't know, man. It's badass. And having... this is, is this your first project under Soda Peacemaker? Yeah. Yeah. Dope. So In the Weeds was just like, it's not music that I've even made. Like, I've made one song off of it recently. Everything mm-hmm. else was all last year. And uh, it's, this project's not going to be like anything, anything like what Soda Peacemaker is going to release. But it's, it is going to represent where I was the last year, you know. Dope. It's exciting to hear. That's very. I'm, I'm I'm stoked to release music again. To be honest. Oh yeah, has it been a while? It's been that. It has been years for sure. It's been years. Unless uh, I need a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're counting Western Pop, I don't know when the last release for Western Pop was. And Western Pop, you said, is that a genre of pop music? No, it's it's actually my name. The name Western Pop was about like what's popular in the West western hemisphere you know what i'm saying oh, okay. like over here in america and stuff it was going to be a rap project but then it ended up like i went through this breakup and i was like not eating at all and drinking a whole lot of alcohol okay so and so my mind just like ran away and i started yeah. making some crazy ass like weird alien music shit so nice see when you think when you say western pop i was thinking like 
cowboy western. I was thinking like Old Town Road. Well, yeah, no, I have this tattoo right here of a cowboy. <laughs> oh, hat that's dope. Pop, but, uh, I like that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was fun, done by a friend of mine. But um, yeah, no, it's not it has nothing to do with western music. Even though I've always wanted to do that until this whole rappers being western thing popped up, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, fuck it, I was too late. I didn't. I had the idea, and I didn't act on it. Someone else had the idea. Young Thug. Yeah, Young Thug started that first off, <laughs> and then Lil Lil Nas he came in and freaking Lil Nas X, he did you know he did his shit on it, which was cool, man. But mm. but Young Thug for sure was the first for sure yeah. to do that shit. That dude, I I just love everything about Young Thug. He's cool as hell. He is. He's badass. I love Young Thug. I, I saw him too. And he was a great performer, and he's just, like, funny as shit. I don't know. That voice, like, I didn't like him. Like, his first song, I think it was Lifestyle that I heard him in. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then, like, I just started getting into, like, all his music. And it's yeah, like, mine was Stoner, and I heard that, and I was just like, stoner, I, I've, stoner. even in my days where I did smoke, I always hated the term Stoner and anybody who, like, connected themselves to that term. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like. I heard that and I was like, man, fuck this guy. And then, and that was like in 2014 or something. Yeah. And then I, I was really introduced to his music and I was like, bro, this guy's smart. He's, his, his voice is like its own instrument. Yeah. It's, he's, it's he's known for having like the best flow for sure in the whole game. Like no one has a flow. Like his shit is just like new wave for sure. Hell yeah. Anytime I hear a new song by him, I'm, I know I'm going to like it, you know? He's just one of those artists. I have like five or six artists that everything I hear from him, I know is going to be heat. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yep. Who are the top five artists right now? Top to five you. artists right now? To you. Well, I'm, I don't know about to me. It's really hard to, to say about to me, but like one artist right now that I'm really liking and I know is going to be successful is Roddy Rich. For sure. That mm-hmm. guy's on... He's got that box song, the box. Have you heard it? I haven't. I've heard his name though. But Roddy Rich, man, he's he's definitely like, I love it. I love all the shit he's put out, and um, I'm listening to a lot of. Uh, here, let me. This might be easier to answer if I look at my <laughs> recent downloads on Apple Music because I've always I've been listening to the people I've been listening to for a while. My favorite rapper recently has been uh, Jid. J.I.D. Oh, he's very good. Yeah, I love him, man. Uh, I actually, my friend, it was either Blake or or Maitland, I think. And, and, do you know either of them? I, I think, think You so. know Blake. He was the guitarist when, when uh, Smooth Taste. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I probably know Maitland, too. That sounds, I feel yeah, like I've heard that name. If you go up to A06 or something, I don't know. She's yeah, all around My there, girlfriend probably knows her. She was, she's uh, one of my good friends. And uh, she showed me him, like, years ago. And nice. she was like, dude, I like this guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's cool. And then he just blew up. And I was like, God, good good job. He had a, I watched a freestyle, and he said, uh, gay guys that do drive-bys, that's a fruit roll-up. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's the hardest bar I've heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, like, <clears throat> I've never been interested in going out to find, like, under, underground artists to make me feel more interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody I listen to is not, like, some freaking dude in portland working out of a freaking pizza parlor or something (laughs) that's funny like i don't care about that shit like i just care about music that i like you know every time someone like lists their top five rappers you're like oh you ain't heard of my friend from (laughs) yeah there's (laughs) like i got internet q (laughs) and freaking 
TJ Icebox and they're yeah. in on the shit and uh, no bro water bottle Jimmy and he's the shit I like him nah bro I don't I I like I like artists that have proven their their quality mm-hmm. and that that are popping off in the in the world right now because sure. because they're good at what they do you mm-hmm. know uh, speaking of pop like pop smoke like that he's a new rapper and he's he's not new but he's he's blowing up right now I like him a lot. And he's signed to Travis, I think. I, nice. I'm, I might be wrong about that, but I think he is. Uh, basically, uh, the whole Jack Boys team, so all of the artists that, that um, Travis is signing right now, I like a lot. So it's Pop Smoke, Don Tolliver. Um, I don't know. If you haven't checked out that project that they released, the Jack Boys the one project. that just came out recently? Yeah. That's, I, I, I didn't like get it. through all of it, but I heard like three tracks from it. Do you hear the Young Thug one? I gotta go back, yeah. Yeah, that one's, yeah, that's good. Man, I think there's only one song I don't like on that, and I don't even know what it is. There's a, um, do you watch You? No, I want to, because Chris Leo's in it. <laughs> so yeah, I know, man. I was so I excited was, to see that People he was, were explaining it to me, and I was like, that shit sounds whack. And then I saw Chris Leo's Instagram, and I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta watch it. It's really good, man. And, and like, <laughs> the first season's really good, but uh, as soon as he said on his podcast that he was gonna be in it, I was like, fuck, yes, dude, this is gonna be good. But um, yeah, so the lead, the lead role. Well, I can't remember his name. It's like Pin something. The the main character. I can't remember his name, dude. It's weird. But uh, he posted a song with this artist named Chris Ute, and um, he posted that on his Instagram or something like that. And it's a weird song, man. But I, it's called "I Did It." But I like it. It's kind of cool. It's definitely kind of cool. I was trying to see if I could find his name. Yeah, what's his name, man? It's definitely something weird. I swear it's Pin. <laughs> oh, those are the directors. Why doesn't it start with start with the cast? Pin yeah. Bagley. 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 I don't know how you pronounce that. It's B A B G L E Y. I don't know, man, but that's a cool name, man. He could write books for Badgley. sure. Pin Bagley. That sounds do. like that's too many letters. Bagley. Yeah, it's too many syllables. I think it's a silent D. I you would need guess. only th- like maybe four syllables. Oh, wait, no, I guess he has three. But still, man, it seems like it's more syllables than necessary. <laughs> Definitely. That's funny. You don't need, I don't need to try that. I think they, they were originally the Bagleys, and then they were like, I'm tired of this fucking family. I'm adding a D. Yeah. It's like, no, we're Bagleys now. Bad, bad, bad Gleys. <laughs> Maybe it's Bad. No, they were there originally the Gleys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then they started doing they bad stuff. They fucked up. Yeah, no, they <laughs> fucked something up, and then now they're the Bad Gleys. <laughs> That's the Bagley stupid. Boys. Oh shit! That's it's a great dumb. name. It's a great <laughs> name for a band. Yeah, man. It's it's really good. I like it a lot. I haven't really. I watched like the first two episodes of the new season, and Chris D'Elia's character got introduced. Oh, he's not into the second season. No, he's a, yeah, he's in the second season. Okay, so I can skip oh. the first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, I don't. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't hold my interest. But I do want to keep watching it because I like. I like Chris D'Elia a lot, and I, and I haven't really seen him act. Yeah, he's, I've seen his comedy, but I haven't really seen him. Act. All the times I've seen him act, it was in like fairly serious roles. Like uh, actually, I mean, they were like sitcom type things, but yeah, he wasn't like Chris D'Elia. You know, he wasn't like his funny, random yeah. self. He was in that show Whitney, but I never saw that. And then he was in some show about or movie maybe about like the EDM scene. I didn't watch that. He's in that. He's in a new movie that's gonna come out. Hasn't come out yet. I don't think. 
that Life in a Year movie. Mm, I don't think I've heard of that. But anyway, yeah, uh, I don't think, I don't think it's out. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. But um, yeah, man, I love that guy. He's funny as shit. Yeah, his podcast is awesome. That guy's crazy. Um, what was I gonna say? He was uh he was in a movie where it was like four guys like they were like friends and they were like getting back together, I think. Oh shit, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what but it's called. But it ended up being like a cheesy kind of love story because he was like, I wanna win you back to this girl and like I thought the ending was whack, but up until the very end it was cool. it was funny. I might know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. Now nah, I gotta look it up. <laughs> he's in a new i think he's he's in a movie with uh they got a movie coming out that's a zombie movie that he's in and it's really? he's yeah. with i can't remember which avengers character avengers actor is in it but he said one of the avengers is his like co-star so that's awesome they need whatever whatever director just needs to be like okay crystalia we just want you to be crystalia in this scene yeah go, like what <laughs> exactly that's exactly what they used to do with like chris tucker they just be like we're not going to give you any lines. Just fucking go for it. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, he's, he's funny as shit. And if it was like a comedy movie, for sure, like he would kill it. Because he's just... I don't know, man. Now I'm trying to see... He was in all these? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I've see, never, I don't remember him in any of these movies. Okay. <laughs> There's Life yeah, in a see, Year. Yeah, see, Army of the Dead, that is the movie I'm talking about. Yeah, and then Life in a Year. Alone Together, he was in The Good Doctor. It's funny they have the fucking Logic music video <laughs> as one of his things. He was Logic was in Big Texan a couple months back. Really? It's kind of fucking freaky. I don't like Logic really. I don't listen <laughs> to the shit. But like standing next to him, bro, I was kind of shaking. I was, really? I was trembling a little bit because I was like, was he swole as hell? No, I I don't know. He was wearing a hoodie, but like it freaked me out, man. I was just like staring at him for a second. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, you said you don't like him, but now you're fanning. And I was like, I'm not fanning. It's just fucking, that's, that dude's famous as shit. And he's just yeah. right there. Like, I could, I could, if I wanted to, I could throw a bottle at him. That's funny. I've seen him in concert twice. And this first, I have too. First time I saw him, I didn't know who he was. Oh, really? Yeah, but he was opening up for Kid Cudi. And I think uh, he had a song where he, like, referenced Kid Cudi or something like that. Yeah. And I, like, I liked one of his, like, earlier projects and then. See, I loved him back in the day, bro, but now I'm just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Logic? Yeah. He had a... Yeah. I think it was Buried Alive or something. It's got like his face on it. That that project was That album... Yeah, dude. That album was... It was pretty good. And then like all this, you know, the Social Justice Warriors songs that he came out with. Yeah. Like like the Suicide one and I don't like that. I want you to be alive. Yeah, Yeah. man. (laughs) I don't like that at all. Yeah, that that album was pretty whack. He just tried really hard to like be, oh, like woke. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. If I'm sad and I'm thinking like that, I'd rather hear an artist talk about how they're sad so I can relate to something, yeah, as opposed to someone sure. talking down to me and being like, "Hey, I know you're sad, buddy. Let me help you because I'm in a better place than you're at." You know, and oh, I felt like that's show. what that song was kind of. That's crazy. So. Logic went to the Big Texan. I guess he was probably on his way to like Dallas. It was crazy because he did an episode with Rick and Morty, and uh, oh, yeah. Rick and Morty was there the same day, and they did this huge sale where like they had this big giant Rick truck, like it was a truck shaped like Rick, and they were selling Adult Swim merch out mm-hmm. the out the truck. It was crazy. Did you talk to Logic at all? No, but uh, the serve one. My friend that that served him, 
as soon as he sat down, he gave her a hundred bucks and was like, Hey, this isn't the tip. This is just to get us started. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. He seems like he'd be super nice. He was really nice. I saw the way in like fans would run up to him and he'd be uh-huh. like, Hey, I'm going to eat my meal. And then after I eat my meal, I promise we'll take pictures. We'll talk. What a nice guy. Yeah. So that He's was just, really nice. He just always seemed like a, like a big nerd, you know? <laughs> yeah he's he's cool like that bro that's he's awesome. definitely cool like that oh yeah but yeah i don't i was i was listening to his music for a little bit and then yeah same thing he just kind of don't care anymore but <laughs> yeah it seemed like yeah exactly like i was at first i was like man especially when he was underground because mm-hmm. i was working at 575 as a dishwasher when i was like 17 and um we'd be listening to him every day me and my friend uh and then I, I don't know man i guess a lost interest i i but i also used to listen to like jeezy and shit so mm, yeah that's <laughs> so, funny so me, shit changes you know me and a friend of mine went to a jeezy concert just yeah. not even because we were jeezy fans we just needed a reason to like go somewhere i we, don't know <laughs> man when i was going to the jeezy concerts though like definitely jeezy is it, i don't know i don't want to talk bad about other artists but like he i don't like him at all there's not shit i like about him now i liked him when i was in high school but going to the concerts i mean it was always yeah the people that were there were very pretty girls there for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't know it's just it kind of like feels like uh like the only songs i hear from g's here are just radio songs so like yeah he could have some dope shit i just don't listen to him yeah well <laughs> yeah. He, i mean in my opinion he had pretty girls at his show and as a male artist or i don't know maybe not male artist just any artist if you have those are the people you need to that's your audience you know mm-hmm. you don't need to make draven cruz happy mm-hmm. you need to make whoever your audience is. that's true they're buying the tickets they're buying the albums exactly you don't make you don't need to make me happy for sure you need to make whoever's paying your bills bro whoever's buying you some nice that's, shit that's the same thing with uh with comedy like you want to make the women like bring their boyfriends to the shows like <laughs> that's that's yeah. how it works yeah i just I, man comedy is such a it's so scary because i feel like in a couple of years like comedy could be severely damaged nah. by people my age that like don't want to enjoy comedy i was thinking that but like Chappelle and bill burr just like came out and said fuck everybody so that's how you have to be man it's (laughs) sad bro it's sad like listening to people they get so upset and offended by everything you Mm -hmm. know and it's just like come on man the the whole point of like i mean i don't know man i think it's gonna correct itself i hope so man because i hate how people my age are acting nowadays because back in the day um like if you said curse words you'd get arrested i forgot the guy's name lenny bruce he was like a comic like way back like in the 50s and 60s and he would just say fuck on stage and they would come and arrest him so it's like there's always been some form of like social justice like things you can't say yeah and yeah. you just say it anyway <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah i guess you're right i mean i just hate i you're hate e- you're either gonna push it or you're gonna let them win yeah i just i oh, man i'm like people get so offended and sometimes like shit can be i guess shit can be offensive mm-hmm. i'm not saying there's nothing out there that's offensive like if you but it, i mean if it's funny man i don't think yeah it's offensive what's well, like that that guy that got kicked off of snl for doing uh making fun of asians on his podcast but he was doing a parody of a racist they didn't put it in the proper context they oh, just yeah. they just showed that clip 
of him saying like chink town or something see and it doesn't even matter yeah. about the context <laughs> because like as soon as anybody sees it the network's gonna be like all right get this guy off of here yeah. man for sure it's crazy like i don't know man that's sad because like I don't know. I have a lot of demographics. I'm I'm mixed and yeah. like, you know, I have a lot of demographics that I came out of, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so if someone's making fun of those demographics, whatever they got to say as long as it's funny, I'm a I'm a I'm a laugh with it for sure. Yeah, it's hilarious. There's a in Lubbock, <laughs> I go to this I went to this competition Friday and there's a roast and it's just like saying the most offensive shit you can say to the other comedian to make the audience laugh and it's hilarious cuz like we cross every line yeah. with like racism, sexism, everything. You just, and it's funny. It's all hilarious, and we all we're all in on yeah, the jokes. So definitely, like, it's it's a good time. What was that lady that like uh, kicked the dude out of her improv? I don't know her name, but yeah. She, Do you like, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she like runs an improv show, and she was like, I was so proud to kick this guy out for telling yeah, a, dude, telling it was a like, joke. <laughs> he was making jokes, man. Like that's why he was. That's you wanted him there for that reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's like it's uh, crazy, dude. Hannibal Burris told a a joke about Catholics at a college, and they turned his mic off. Yeah, dude. They. And it's like what? Yeah, I saw Chris. <laughs> I think I I don't know if that's what Chris Lee was talking about. Maybe it was that, but they said we're going a different direction or something like that. And I yeah. thought that was funny. And then yeah, like Jerry Seinfeld doesn't even like won't perform at colleges, and he's like the most squeaky clean comedian of all time. And he's like, yeah. I don't want to go to a college because they can't handle my humor. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what the, all the podcasts I watch, they say co- college shows suck. And I imagine because you got a bunch of people who are just trying to find out who they are. And so they feel like they really got to press mm-hmm. how they feel about every, about everything on everyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they got, they got mad at this Middle Eastern guy for making a joke about race. And it wasn't even a racist joke. It was like a pro-black joke. But he like made it like a metaphor with about race issues in America. Yeah. And they like asked him to get off stage. And <laughs> what's crazy is like, it was like a small group of like the social justice people who like wanted him off stage. But then the rest of the crowd was like, where are you going after this? And like he went to like a, a, a bar, like a random oh, place. Shit. And they like followed him. That's like, funny, We thought man. your shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. I don't fuck with that. I think if you're being offensive, then it's not someone in a like a comedy setting. I don't think people in comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't think people in comedy settings they're trying to make you laugh. They're not trying to hurt your feelings. You it's, know, it's a really small group of people that are getting offended and just being the loudest about it. Yeah, that's what Whitney <laughs> Cummings said. She said it's yeah. like it's like two percent of like statistically. I don't want to bring up the statistics because I'm going to fuck it up. But like she was saying, like the amount of people on Twitter who actually get offended and like post about being offended mm-hmm. is so small. But like the reaction that we give to those sm- small percentage of people ends up being so big that yeah. like we make it look like there's way more of them than there really is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. Yeah, that shit turns toxic so fast. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that, like, I can understand if some people did some fucked up shit, they probably need to, like, deal with that. But, like, I don't know, man. The cancel culture, I hate that. <laughs> uncancelable. Kanye's uncancelable. Yeah. I love Dave Chappelle's new stuff, for sure. Yeah, you can't cancel Chappelle either. Yeah, you can't. No, he's like, <laughs> try, man. Okay, whatever, dude. That that just makes him more famous. Yeah. He's the shit, dude. It's I like love you, Dave you, Chappelle. He he's genius because like, what are you gonna do? Take away his job? He doesn't have a job. Like, what are you, yeah, <laughs> what exactly. are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. He's awesome. Oh, uh, that is cool. It's it's great to see that 
like just because of the environment we're in right now with stand up and then you just see Chappelle's special and then Bill Burr drops his special like a week later and they're both like going after the whole <clears throat> movement. They're like the middle yeah, finger middle finger to all of you. Like <laughs> in a good way. This I is, like that. This is comedy, you're not gonna stop it. Yeah, it, man. It's gonna be the last form of free speech. I have I, I have a real dark sense of humor, man, and I love just shit that like challenges what I believe and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I love that. That's oh, yeah, like the same. whole point of it to me. Absolutely. It's like if if I hear a joke that makes me think about like there's some jokes that I've heard from comedians in the past year where I'm like I don't like that, man. And then I think about it and I go, yeah, that's why it's funny. Okay, I get yeah. it. Like that's why it's funny. Okay. It makes sense. And then I'll start laughing. I don't know, man. I love mm-hmm. shit that challenges who I am. Yeah. There was uh have you heard of Patrice O'Neill? I feel like I have. I'm not sure. He was a a black comic that died. I don't know, probably like 2008. He died a while back, but he was on like uh, CNN or Fox News, and he was like defending a a comic who told like a like a off color joke, and he was like, "Y'all don't understand that like good and bad jokes come from the same place. We're just trying to make you laugh." Yeah, and I thought that's the best way to describe it. Like the bad joke, it's at the end of the day, they're not. Unless you're at like a weird clan rally. Yeah, dude. I don't think anybody's like, I'm gonna get all these people here and I'm gonna fuck up their yeah, day. Like man. they're not they're not they're just trying to make you laugh. They're not trying to fucking be the next Hitler. Yeah, dude. They're not like getting rallies together and like we hate all these people, right? All of us together. But like uh someone was telling I heard a podcast and they were saying the thing about jokes is like and you told me the same thing, like, right off the bat, it's not going to be finished, and it's not going to be a funny joke mm-hmm. right off the bat. Like, yeah. it's going to be shitty at first, and you have to do tons of shows where you work that joke out. Mm-hmm. So if you have a joke pertaining to that, something that might be offensive, which, you know, it's a it's a crazy world right now, so most of those things pertain to that. Yeah. It, it's going to take a while for that joke to reach maturity, and, like, I understand that. So... I don't know, man. I think I I wish people my age weren't so serious and could have I do too, time. but I think they'll I mean they have to grow out of it at some point, right? Yeah, and maybe <laughs> maybe like I said it's not as big as we think it is. Maybe it's just they're just loud as shit and so Yeah, they're loud and they have a lot of followers. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of followers and everybody loves to see someone like be the hero for sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that it's mostly it's on, on, almost exclusive to social media because, like, you talk to the people, the there's like local people here in Amarillo who are, like get on Twitter and Facebook and they're like, oh, I'm so against this and against that, and then you talk to them in person, and you're like, you're not like that at all. You're yeah. just a regular dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you get on Facebook and you turn into the this fucking political activist, and that's really, I think, I think just being in that environment kind of like brings out, I don't want to say the worst in people, but like, yeah, I'm. I'm for the lack of a better term, the worst in people. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, yeah, definitely. That's funny, man. People are weird. Yeah, people are weird. Do you still play a lot of instruments? I've been practicing, man. I'm, I'm really awful at everything that I learned how to play because I've spent, well, I spent like three years just off the deep end making music, but also off the deep end. And I can't remember that part of my life, basically. And so, like, after that was over, I stopped. I said I was done with music. I'm really? Because it was a bad, like, environment, and I was like, I'm done. You, and you said was, you can't remember? Oh, like, three years of my life. 
straight up. Really? Like, there, there's definitely big events that I remember. Like, I remember waking up and then seeing this person at, at some place. Or, mm-hmm. You know, there's small things that I remember, but, like, three years of my life straight up just going crazy, you know. And <clears throat> unfortunately, that kind of played into who, how people saw me. And that's, it still plays into how people see me today. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't really talk to a lot of people yeah. because of that. Mm. because i was i was really off the deep end and so like i quit music because i was doing because i i finished up with that stage after like a somewhat tragic event happened and uh i was like man i gotta stop doing this shit and so i freak i stopped doing music so i got shitty at everything i was doing and so i'm still shitty because i'm just getting back into it honestly this is like i'm considering this like my first project Mm -hmm. because i don't I don't want to think about like all the shit that I'm, you know, messed up with the last project. I want to think about like, this is fresh. Dope. So I'm learning, I'm learning a lot. Uh, I got an electric drum set. It's not the real thing, but it, you know, it helps me learn how to drum again. And I have a piano and I'm learning how to play all these instruments again. Mm -hmm. And it's therapeutic in a way. It helps me deal with all that shit that did happen when I was off the deep end. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, man. It was crazy, for sure. That is crazy. Like, I I mean, I did hundreds of shows, you know, and don't remember any of them, you know? Really? Yeah. Wow. I did my first, like, y'all might have been there, honestly, Um, when I did my first, I did a show, I guess it was last year, maybe. Maybe it was last Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And you were there? You don't remember? No, I do remember. (laughs) I do remember. Uh, I just remember, like, that was my first sober show ever. Oh, and wow. then as soon as the show was over, since I only drink and sometimes smoke now, I drank a shit ton after the show was over mm. because it was my first sober show and I was just like, ever, you know? And I was like, well, that was great, but now I'm still dealing with the nerves, so I got a fucking I'm oh, gonna party gotcha. right now. And But yeah, that, that was crazy, man. And mm-hmm. it was the best show I've ever done. I know that. Yeah. I don't remember my other shows, but like for sure, I, I know for a fact that was the best yeah. show I've That's ever done. That's the thing, like a lot of people don't realize is that you do everything better when you're not, when you're in a sober mindset, like yeah. at least, at least for me, like especially with comedy, like guys will get up and like, Oh, uh, I'm so drunk right now. I'm going to go tell jokes. And like, no, you fucking suck. Don't. <laughs> yeah. You, and, and man, I just, I wish I knew that early on because I was getting <laughs> fucked up every show, man. Yeah. I, I would get, I would party and then I'd go to the show and I'd be mm-hmm. like doing my shit and people would like it, but they mm-hmm. were fucked up. You know what I yeah. mean? So it double, it was in play, bars and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. And you're you have you lack self awareness to realize that like yeah. Oh, I'm doing shitty right now. And then you have no <laughs> idea of thinking, okay, that show was good. There were a few points that I needed to tweak. So mm-hmm. let me remember that. Like you have no, that's not there. Yeah, you know, you're never gonna sure. get better if you just get fucked up and do shows. That's a great point. Cause that's my thing with smoking weed right now. Is like. I quit for a long time and I really don't, I want to so bad, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like if I do like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely going to leave this state of mind that I'm in right now and I'm creating right now and I don't want to leave that state, mm-hmm. endanger that, you know, I really want to be like just chilling, man, you know, but like, I'm so scared that if I do, then this, this mode that i'm in right now where i'm creating every day and shit it's gonna go i'm doing mm-hmm. something good already i don't want to yeah. fuck it up that's a good mindset i respect that i uh 
I like to smoke like late at night when I'm trying to write. Yeah, like, that's I'll, the thing is that's how I used to do it. Yeah, I write I write joke ideas and then I get a little high and then I get better ideas or like oh. more more silly ideas like they're more outrageous. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but it works. But I mean, think about music too. You you smoke it, and then you hear music, and you're just like, "What the fuck, bro?" <laughs> and like, I want that feeling again. But I'm like, I'm battling right now. I'm like, am I am I ready for that? You know, like like it's not that big to mm-hmm. other people. I know that, but like to me, it is because it's like when I when I smoke and stuff, I get these crazy ideas, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I got these unique ideas that can really tweak my songs, make them different, you know. Yeah. But it's like it's scary because I'm like, what if I just like buzz off and just say fuck it, you know? Like, and I just I don't know, man. Yeah, I just I have a I have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. I don't like admitting that. You just got to, uh, you know, create some discipline. Yes, and exactly. just do it. Like, hey, this uh, this Sunday, three weeks from now, I'm gonna smoke while I write. Yeah. And then just have a really small amount. Maybe I don't know. I'm because not, I'm when not I encouraging do smoke, man, no, <laughs> to no, do, I'm, no, to, to break off what you're doing. I'm just. I saying. need it for inspiration more than creation. Mm-hmm. Because when I smoke, man, and I listen to a song that like is new to me, and I like it already, and then I smoke and listen to it, in like a car with a good system, mm-hmm. like that shit is better than like being on ecstasy. You know what I'm saying? Like no, that shit that. is just I'm in my zone, bro, and I feel that shit for sure. I mean, one time I took. Uh, I was messing with some psychedelics and I um, listened to, this was back like in 2017 when mm-hmm. I was hanging out with a different group. And I listened to this, one of this, there's a rapper here in town that was doing pretty good at that time, probably still, I don't know. But um, I was listening to one of their songs and I was and I was super gone. And I was just like, it was, a, I felt like chills all in my body because it was so beautiful. Nice. Yeah, man. And I definitely think, like, I've always thought, I shouldn't say this to, like, kids or anything, but, like, I mean, only adults, this is for you, but, like, I feel like if you're a creator, drugs definitely, of all sorts, definitely helped me create everything I ever did mm-hmm. and helped me do it better. Um, so I think the whole point of this stage of my life is to prove that I can do it without it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome. Because definitely, man, back when I was doing some other shit, like, I was making the best, like crazy stuff. Not the yeah. best stuff I've ever made. I think I'm making right now the best stuff I've ever made. That's I hope. Awesome. But that's, yeah, that's good to hear. Um, I was just thinking when you're with that story about psychedelics. The uh, I've only done acid like once in my life, but yeah. I was like in someone's car and that song uh, "Come a Little Closer" by Cage the Elephant was on. Oh yeah. And I, th- I always thought I was like, this is a decent song, you know, sober. But then I was on acid, I was like. Every little detail of the song was just like, yeah, this is dude. crazy. This is incredible. This is the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, dude, I always think that. I'm always, dude, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, dude, this is the best song I've ever heard, for sure. <laughs> and then, like, I, I it's sober up and I'm like, oh, well, that, it was a good song, for sure. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I've never done acid before, but I've definitely messed with shrooms a lot. Yeah. Um, I think they're, they're pretty similar. Like, when I... Uh, do mushrooms i get that weird you get that weird feeling in the pit of your stomach yes i absolutely yeah do. it's almost it's nauseous but it's not but uh i don't I, know i've thrown up every single time have you <laughs> yeah oh, but see, like after i it's usually late after the thing is over and, um, man that sucks yeah 
But <laughs> but after it's weird, man. Every time I'll throw up, and I'll get this like idea in my head where I'm I'm still trippy and I'm like, bro. I just got rid of all the bad shit in my life, you know, by throwing mm. up. I don't know, man. It's a weird thing. It's nice. a trippy thing. Well, that's kind of like uh, ayahuasca. Have you heard of that? I it's have, like a, yeah. but I don't know a lot about it. It's just uh, DMT that they make into the, like this like soup or like drink. Oh, sounds and great. It's in another country, and they do it like for medicinal purposes and spiritual purposes. See, I can't. I feel like I can't do like psychedelics in America. I wish yeah. I was in places like that mm-hmm. where it's seen as what it really is. You know? Yeah, because we have it in like this corporate environment. <laughs> well, there's two ideas, two main ideas of psychedelics in, in in America. And there's the kid's idea where it's like, yeah, I'm going to take psychedelics and get fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. And then there's the corporate idea, the government, the boomer idea is where it's like you are psychotic and you need to be treated. And mm-hmm. like neither of those are correct. Yeah, that's getting true. fucked up off of them, not correct, and 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 that it's horrible, not correct. Um, it's really supposed to like you're supposed to take it, work on yourself, and yeah. see what's wrong and what's right with yourself. Absolutely, it's great for that, and yeah, that's something you don't realize is like when you're young, you're like, oh, I get to try mushrooms for the first time, like yeah, and you think you're gonna fucking see Sasquatch riding a skateboard. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cl- basically, yeah. and then you do it, and you're like, oh, I'm not sure if. I'm comfortable right now. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel good. You're like, oh fuck. I don't like dude. some of these thoughts I'm having. I don't like how messy my house is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. you're like my house is messy, man. Got to fucking clean. I don't call my mom enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to call my mom more and uh, fucking. I need to stop posting shit on social media. <laughs> like that, dude. I I remember the first time I tripped, dude. I was losing my mind, man. I was like, I'm not a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good person, and like I don't know. It helps me see, man. It, it it helps me for real get direction in my life. And I wish it wasn't such a horrible, god awful thing in society today. Yeah, because it really that. helps people out. I mean, I've heard they're doing tests on like PTSD mm-hmm. people and stuff like that, and it's supposed to help them. But I I don't know if that's yeah. fucking just internet talk or real or whatever. Yeah, but. I don't know either. But uh, allegedly, like it helps with like. Or it could help. I, I might With actually make it worse. I was gonna, I was gonna say schizophrenia, but it probably might work, make schizophrenia worse. But yeah, I've heard two different things. I've heard it does help, helps. and I've heard that it also can set someone into their schizophrenia. If you do have it and mm-hmm. you don't know about it yet, and you take psychedelics, it can set you into it. That's scary. So, so but I definitely just, have heard that it it helps with anxiety and depression. I don't know if that's true, but I do know for me personally, it was true. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's definitely cool. i remember like six months after i was i did whatever i would feel amazing like yeah. not amazing but i wasn't depressed you know yeah well i think um it serves a purpose in the right quantities you know same with yeah same with marijuana same with alcohol like it or they're all practice. they all they all have a purpose is but it's when we abuse them that they become something else yeah man i mean like as far as like the the Xanax epidemic, I don't really like talking about what what I did specifically to make me be so crazy. But like when I was taking a bunch of that stuff, uh, man, like it's an antidepressant. And then if you take enough of it, it makes you very depressed, like man. worse than ever, you know. And so it's like that's the same thing. Uh, that that personally, I'm a I don't really endorse taking it ever, yeah. prescribed or not now. But like. Um, but yeah, man, it's the same situation. Like d- different things can be good in certain amounts yeah, and practices, but 
in other practices like it could be horrible i'm, I'm against most pharmaceuticals me too um <laughs> me too that's one of them that i'm very against because i was prescribed that and then like dude it's just crazy what's crazy to me is like how prescribed adderall is to like yeah everyone yeah to everyone <laughs> I, I mean and literally i've i've went into my doctor and i've been like hey i have trouble t- focusing in class okay well uh if you want i'll just write you a script for adderall right now yeah that's you crazy. know and it's, it's just that, that simple easy. and it was that easy like, for xanax here's, here's too, some crack <laughs> yeah here's crack um you get some crack and that'll this should for help. sure dude you look you're you, how old are you 19 oh dude and you're wearing a rick and morty t-shirt okay yeah. you're probably definitely need a bunch of adderall bro. i should have put you on crack when you were 12 yeah dude. <laughs> well here we go there's a whole bottle of it don't give this to your friends wink um xanax the same thing i was just mm-hmm. like man i'm and i really was i was like man i'm depressed but also i mean it was just like to be honest i was like i think i could get some zans out of this shit yeah if i went in there and said i'm depressed that. and i'm anxious and i have panic attacks and boom they just gave some shit to me and it's just like man i don't like that shit at i've all. never done xanax just because the like the idea of it didn't appeal to me no but- it shouldn't but with how like much it's talked about, it's got to be pretty fun, right? <laughs> no, 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 dude, it's absolutely not. Like, no. I mean, like, uh, it, it was. It's like you take it and you're you don't you wake up the next day and then you look at videos of you and you're like, surely if I was t- if I take this so much, I, it feels good. But you're re- in reality, you're just laying in a couch rubbing food on your face. Are you just in my in my in my case specifically? But <laughs> so just kind of like numbing yourself. Yeah, the best way I've explained it it? is like you're underwater, like you're like you're walking at the bottom of the ocean. Wow, that's that's what I think, and like I mean the bottom of the ocean where you can't see because you don't remember any of it. So like you're just walking and you're kind of floating. Yeah, you know, but not so much as that you're in the air. You know, I'm saying empty shell. Yeah, you're just kind of there, and uh, man, it's sad that so many people still do that shit. It is. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm, 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 I think you should get antibiotics if you have an infection and shit like that. But as far as psychotic drugs, yeah, brain, um, I don't always like them. I'm sure that alters yeah. brain chemicals that isn't from, you know, that isn't natural. But then again, there are people that go to college for a decade that know more than me. So yeah, same, I don't know, <laughs> but I don't like it. So. It, I just don't think it should be that easy to uh, prescribe, you know, like a doctor should they have should to. They should do tests, like <laughs> yeah, real tests instead of just going. There should be something else going on. Yeah, instead of just going, how do you feel? You, you 19-year-old that's not uh, educated in the medical field at all, how do you feel? Does, like, I should focus. Okay, well, here you go. There's been so many cases where I've gone to a doctor and just told him symptoms and he didn't check anything. It was just like, all right, here you go. Yeah, well, what's crazy (laughs) to me... Here's a prescription. ...is I've had friends struggle with being able to get their, like, diabetic medication. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can just walk in there and get that easy, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. That's what blows my mind is, like, people can die, and and friends have died, you know, because they couldn't get the medication that their body needed, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. But you you can definitely get some shit to fuck you up, for sure. Easy. Yeah, and I think it's... uh something i've noticed just uh amongst like people in the service industry the food industry yeah is like uh servers like moving real quickly like <laughs> oh yeah i've had servers who like list off the specials ask me what i want and like okay okay got it got it and they're like going 100 miles an hour 
Yeah, okay, this guy's definitely. <laughs> I have. There's no comment on that one, man. I've seen some people. I guess there is a comment because I'm about to make a comment. I was, but uh, I definitely know people that are that use things to inspire them. I guess mm-hmm. to be better waiters or servers. But um, I mean, it definitely helps. But like, you can see, like, they're not listening to anything no, I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> see me. I'm kind of like I'm. I'm the best server you can have, actually. Mm-hmm. And here's why: because I don't. I don't give a fuck either way. And, you know, it's like, if you come up and I'm going to be like, hey, man, I want to get you a m- good meal, you know, but I'm not going to try and get money out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you. If you want to talk, then if you're friendly to me, then I'll talk to you and we'll have a good conversation. But, you know, I'm not going to try harder than that. If you don't want to talk to me, then I'm not going to, I'm just worried about your food. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take some drugs to make me feel better. <laughs> However, dude, I hate energy drinks and i think they shouldn't even be around but since i've started serving i drink like two energy drinks a day which is probably mm. going to kill me but no i uh when i worked at affiliated foods overnight i would drink like two monsters <clears throat> i have to and by the end of the night i'm like psychotic i'm yeah. like i do <laughs> i just i want to go to bed but also i want to run mm-hmm. like real hardcore yeah i don't trust energy drinks anymore like uh i work at crunch now and everybody drinks. Oh, really? Everybody drinks bangs over there. So then I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just yeah. I'm gonna go home and make some coffee, and I'll come back. Yeah, see, I love <laughs> coffee. I try to tell people if coffee was accessible to me at work, and not the coffee we sell at work, mm-hmm. which is not to say anything about our coffee, just I don't like it. But coffee sucks. He said it. But co- <laughs> coffee is natural, man. And like, I worked at Roasters for two years or whatever, and coffee's a shit, man. Coffee's not like that shit in a can. Dude, every musician in amarillo has either worked at starbucks or roasters I don't no know. yeah see i was listening to lake dads and they were like uh they were like yeah we all work at roasters and i was like it's crazy because like literally you had like seven bands that's not true you probably had like two but like when i was working there we had like there were mm-hmm. there were so many people keely was producing her own stuff i was producing my own stuff there was smooth taste lake dads was forming um you know, you had like six bands. Uh, you probably did have like six bands just chilling in roasters at any given time. That's crazy. Yeah, roasters is like a weird little uh, blessing. Roasters is cool. I think it's. Uh, I didn't realize they weren't like a national chain. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was in like Kansas and I was like, uh, I get this thing called a red eye. Have you heard of roasters? You know that that drink at roasters? And that lady was like, no. And then like my <laughs> girlfriend stopped. She's like, roasters is only in Amarillo. And I was like, for real? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. They had a roasters in Austin when I lived in Austin, and nice. I was just like, ah, oh, man, I don't fuck with you. I know the real one. But uh, which is weird because they had a a gas station called Wagabag. I was mm. like very close to Pakistan. Wagabag, that's funny. Yeah, dude. And I was just like, man, they're just. One of us is still in the other city's wave, and I'm not sure. But yeah, dude, roasters was shit. Yeah, I like. What is a, a red eye? Is red eye like a shot in? Or no, a red eye might be the one at Starbucks. It's a headbanger. Headbanger, yeah, headbanger yeah, yeah. Is what I was So yeah, of. yeah, or shot in the dark, as people call it, or cowboy coffee, or whatever you want to call it. Cowboy coffee. I think it's. I don't know. They, there's a different term for it at every coffee shop I go yeah. to. Yeah, but well, it's just... shot in the dark or shot in the dark. I think is the like the classic american term for it i'm not sure mm-hmm. but i loved coffee man when i was working with coffee i was like super into it yeah i've always wanted to be like a barista by day and a bartender <laughs> by night that was always like a like yeah. a cool dream to have well i thought about it when i was working at roasters i was like man i basically am a barista or a bartender i could mm-hmm. do this you know basically it's just different liquids you know yeah but uh can you open me on that <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Wasn't sure how much more you had left. Yeah, for some reason, I'm weird, bro. I don't ever drink the last sip. I know people like that. So you're it's, fine. I knew this guy, dude. <laughs> Actually, I still know this guy. He's my he's like my best friend in the whole world. But he won't eat white shit and also when he eats burgers, he won't eat the the part that he holds. You know what I'm saying? Really? When he's eating a burger and you know that you have that little last bite uh-huh. that your fingers are on, he won't eat it. Damn. Even There's... though really when you're eating a burger, you got your hands over all of it at uh-huh. first and then you just he won't eat it. That's funny. He won't uh, eat white shit either. What do you mean white shit? Like bread? Or rice? Uh, no, like mayonnaise or sour cream. Or ranch? Yeah, I don't know if he likes ranch. I'll have to hit him up about that. He's been my best friend since I was like four years old. That's funny. But yeah, he definitely, he doesn't, he's a weird man, for sure. I went to school with a guy who, a uh, similar thing, he'd eat the burger, but he'd eat all around the center, and he'd leave like a little centerpiece, and he'd never center? eat. Center? Yeah, he'd never eat the center of the burger. Weird. Like it'd just be. <laughs> yeah. Why did he like turn it? Yeah, he'd eat. Like, oh, he'd dude, eat in circles. That's psychotic, man. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a murderer now. Someone needs Shout to prescribe out. him meds for Shout sure. Shout out to Dustin Wesley. Awesome. He's well, probably a serial killer somewhere. Yeah, man. Oh, now he's pissed that I said that he was fucking weird, and now he's gonna kill me. God. You're next. Uh, yeah, man. Like, ah, uh, man. I've heard this story of this guy that apparently looks a lot like me. Um. He would eat in a separate room from everybody else. What do you mean? He like, would eat in a separate room from everybody else. He wouldn't all eat the time? with him. All the time. Yeah. Like one time I heard a story about she, this girl walked in while he was eating and he threw the, whatever he was eating in a bag and threw it away. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Like I'm dramatic, but I'm not that. I'm not on that level. That's weird. Hmm. Yeah, man, that's crazy. (laughs) Psychotic. Sneak eating. Imagine not wanting anyone to know that you eat food. (laughs) There's people, I mean, I feel like uh, famous people, like I feel like Kanye doesn't ever go to the restroom Mm. or eat. Interesting. He's just kind of like this being that floats around. That probably freaked people out, like... Like when we first had like outhouses, you know, or like, oh yeah, why are you hiding the shit? Just shit right here. What do yeah, you, dude? dude it <laughs> seemed like right here in the grass. We dude. were all just shitting in the field <laughs> together, and now you're sit- shitting in this private little room. <laughs> oh, you fancy bitch! <laughs> it's a building built just for you to shit in. Dude, come on. That's. I wonder what it was like. You know, like yeah. in the. In they were the, like, those guys are days, fucking pricks, you think, man. You think they were just mid-conversation? One guy just dropped his pants like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, dude, that's crazy, man. Anyway, one second. Hold on. Let me deal with this. Anyway, yeah, dude, that's so insane. Oh. Yeah. And then finally one guy was like, this isn't healthy. We got to do this separate. <laughs> I'm tired of stepping in y'all's shit. We got to do this separate in rooms that are not open, you know, closed doors. Yeah, shout out plumbing. Yeah, dude, plumbing's super... Like, you know the the term shithead? It comes from uh, back in the day, people used to throw their shit out of their windows, and people would get so drunk that they'd pass out in the streets, and they'd wake up, and they'd have shit on them. What? And they'd call them shitheads. Like, like the poor people... Would, That's insane. They didn't have anywhere to stay, so they'd get really like drunk as hell so they could stay warm, and they'd just pass out like on a sidewalk. And Damn, people bro. would throw their, their shit, shit out of windows. Homeless people. Yeah, I mean, not on purpose. Maybe it was on purpose. Maybe it was like, I hope there's a homeless guy under here. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Got one. (laughs) Dude, that'd be... (laughs) Well, you know. I have to make a joke about that. I'm going to write down shithead. Yeah, dude, shithead. 
make a note. Don't steal it if you're listening. N- yeah, dude, I'm going to be over. I'm going to watch you perform, and I'm going to be like, dude, I know when that <laughs> joke was born. <laughs> that, yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit. Classic. I don't know where that was. Somewhere in Europe, I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know. We've talked about really deep shit stuff today, and then yeah. we've talked about throwing shit on people. Yeah, as we should. That's how every conversation should go. Uh-huh. I At some point, you got to talk about shitting on people. Yeah, dude. Um, but that's enough. That's enough shit on people. <laughs> yeah, no more shitting on people. Um, what else are we talking about? Any, uh, talked about your five artists. Yeah, and I didn't, music. and I totally avoided the conversation and just named one person. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, you know, you named guys that are all signed under Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah, they were all good. Never heard of them though. I think I heard of Roddy Rich, maybe Don Tolliver. Yeah, Pop Smoke, man, that guy is cool because he's kind of like old school and new school mixed. That's you know? dope. Because I hate old school, I hate new school. I don't hate new school, but like that's obviously what I'm doing. But like. What do you consider new school? Just like that fucking auto-tuned. Like it's it's it can be beautiful in a way, but like yeah. just talking about Zans and shit. Gotcha. Yeah. And I don't like old school because it's like too preachy. So I like right in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, enough metaphors and like message, but also not just like completely like trying to convince someone to be a better person and shit in rap you know okay i I gotcha because rap was like built off of people in like garages like roasting each other and shit Mm -hmm. you know yeah over beats i think like like really early hip-hop they were discussing like how bad the situation was and then they were just like talking about like how tough the streets are in their neighborhoods and then it turned into Oh, I sell drugs now, and then it turned yeah. into, oh, I do drugs, and now I'm dying. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. So it was like <laughs> we don't like drugs, and then it's like I sell drugs now. I yeah. do drugs now, you know, and then poof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's interesting. But now I think like I think rap. Hopefully, rap can move out of just like. Um. Rap's a real, like, uh, prejudiced genre, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, you have to be a certain type of person to make rap music. You know what I mean? Or else people look at you funny. Uh, I don't know, but there's so many different you types of rappers You don't have to now. be is what I'm saying. But, like, oh. like, people think you have to be. Yeah. Uh, not all the time, but a lot of people do think you have to look a, mm-hmm. a certain way or make I didn't think Lil Dicky was going to catch on the way he did. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I don't like. But he's not. He's not. What he's, is he doing now? He's pretty much you know? a comedian. Yeah, he's basically. <laughs> he's basically a comedian. It's satire music, you know. Yeah. But like artists, like if you want to be taken seriously, you have to be from certain places, and you mm-hmm. have to dress a certain way. And I dress like similar, you know, like because yeah. I like wearing designer clothing. And, mm-hmm. and but that stuff. was that was kind of like the idea, with like that Kanye destroyed. And it's like, you know, would would Drake have been like a big hit in the 90s if he wasn't talking about selling drugs or if he was from Canada being half white and Jewish? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I don't know. There's still a little bit of that today. Like, it's a, 
I don't know, man. I I, I meet a lot. The local uh, rap acts in Amarillo are actually pretty cool. Yeah, they're not. They're not trying to be gangster or anything. Some of them are, but like most of them are just being real expressive. Mm-hmm. But I've never been one that's like into like Odd Future and stuff like that. So like the whole like a bunch of skateboarders rapping, you know. Mm-hmm. Even I guess I don't know. Back when I was in like fifth grade, listening to Lil Wayne and shit, he was skateboarding. Yeah, but he didn't pick up skateboarding until he was like forty. So it was like. It was like a weird thing, like a midlife crisis type yeah. scenario for. <laughs> yeah, but I was also listening to like Lupe Fiasco and like. Uh, oh yeah. They have that Pharrell song with him, and that like you know, listening to Pharrell as well back then, and so like I don't know, skateboarding was cool back then, you mm-hmm. know, but now, not saying it's not cool. I'm just saying like. One thing I have noticed is that the skateboarders and the musicians do not get along. Really. From what I've noticed, I mean, like, it, really? I, I don't know. I know all my musician friends. Yeah. I don't know very many skateboarders in town, but <clears throat> I went to this, um, I met this girl about a year ago, a year and a half ago, and she introduced me to a bunch of, like, skateboarders and stuff, and she took me to this party, and uh, I was like, oh, well, nice to meet all of y'all, you know, like, I try to be as, as, like, um kind as i can be Uh when meeting someone and uh none of them would shake my hand or even talk to me and i was like this is so weird what's going on yeah no and i was like what's going on and so i went out to smoke a cigarette and that girl and her friend came out and they were like oh yeah they don't want to talk to you because you're friends with so and so uh and y'all do music and stuff and i was like why well the person they said i was friends with is is a prick and i wasn't friends with him but they thought I was friends with this guy who's a musician yeah. and or not a musician, but he, he like is in charge of a, was in charge of a bunch of musicians at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, that's so weird, man. That is weird. I'm my own person. Yeah. Like, just I want I sh- reach my hand out, shake your hand. Obviously, I care enough about mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's real weird to me. And so uh, I think she told me she was like, yeah, they don't like musicians too much because it's like a different scene. Like oh okay, I can't be a real thing. I mean, those guys are probably yeah. Just the girl probably spoke on their behalf, but like, <laughs> yeah. but then I found out later that like they really did think I was associating myself with this person, mm. which outside of music, you know, it's understandable how you wouldn't yeah want to be associated with that. Person. I just I, it's hard for me to picture like a guy with a skateboard being like, oh, you play guitar. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck out yeah here. no i don't think it was that serious i think it was because i was I, at that time i was related to like a group of people that was like doing music and mm-hmm. certain people in the group were just like assholes so yeah makes sense i can see that i don't know Skip. yeah i can't without saying too much like i could say like they definitely had a reason for not mm-hmm. liking that person but like for me being a new person introducing myself and they, and they were just like yeah all that group of musicians you know which was the only group of musicians at the time. Like, as far as anybody that wasn't doing, like, rock or blues music. You yeah. Know? But nice. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, skate, the skateboarding scene here seems pretty cool. I've never tried to skateboard, but... Um, yeah, no, it is really cool. I've talked to a couple guys that do it. I know they do all those videos and, like, those video releases at, like, uh, the bars and stuff. And I yeah. think that, that's badass, man. That's, like, a cool culture they got yeah. going on. Yeah, shout there. out to Cold Cuts. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. I had those guys on. I've been on their podcast, too. 
Oh really? I yeah. I I don't know anything really about them, but I think like their events that they organize seem pretty badass. Yeah, they really do. I've not haven't been to any of them, but really? their Instagram's cool. <laughs> yeah, man. I think any type of like creation or expression, you know, you're doing to mm-hmm. like. Yeah, especially in a town where it's not even considered interesting, you know. By like. <laughs> yeah, man. I, that's the problem. Is I think Amarillo is super cool. I just don't think people understand or appreciate it for what it is you know yeah absolutely. there's a lot of stuff about the city that makes it like like there are things about the city that are just so bizarre mm-hmm. that are so far from any other city yeah but it, like everyone assumes that like talent can't come from their hometown yeah. so they're like why the fuck would i go to that show i'm yeah. gonna wait i'm gonna wait for so-and-so to come through you know like <laughs> yeah that being said like this was kind of the I kind of prepped myself on this little topic because I was thinking about it and I was like, as far as I never really like the whole support your locals movement, like I didn't ride with it for sure because all my friends who do music, uh, are good at what they do. Mm -hmm. So they're not locals, you know, it's not, they're not good at music because they're not here. What am I trying to say? They're not good at music as far as the Amarillo city limits. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're good at music on a general, like, scale everywhere you know yeah like they're good at music so i don't want to support someone just because they're from amarillo i want to support them because they're good at music or good at whatever you do that's a great point photography or video or whatever you do i don't do supporting people just because they're from where i'm from yeah you know there's bands like lake dads Mm -hmm. or they had there was smooth taste or there was things like that that i was that i supported like with all of my heart because yeah. they were good at what they did Absolutely. and they were good people mm-hmm. you know and it had nothing to do with Amarillo I feel that that could have been in Portland that's or a fair point Nashville or whatever because yeah there are some artists who I'm like eh. <laughs> exactly and it's like yeah I mean I'll at least show up to the event to see you know I'll if, if there's a new artist I'll definitely go check mm-hmm. them out see what's up but if you're not good like you know it's like or not good. Good's a bad word to use, I guess. Mm. But if like, I don't know, man. I just don't like saying I I would support people just because they're from my city. No, that that makes sense because there's a couple douchebags here. So <laughs> <laughs> I like supporting Lake Dads and stuff like that because yeah. the last Lake Dads show I went to blew me away, dude. They're, I was like, what the fuck have y'all been awesome. doing lately? Yeah, dude. Did you see them with a a real drummer? Yes, I. I'm trying to think of. Was it at that art place? Because that's the last time I saw them. I think. Where? They were at a uh, an art studio. No, I saw them at Golden Light. Oh, okay. But. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. Blake when was I the saw drummer, them, right? dude, and they were doing like jams for like they were extending songs to like like two minute songs to like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Like I loved that. Yeah, I love their sound too. Like. Just put their SoundCloud on. Fucking yeah, rock dude. with it. Yeah, I like them a lot. I, I recently downloaded cool. Bandcamp just so I could hear them. Y- yeah. Like, I feel like SoundCloud's like hard to navigate sometimes. I don't like SoundCloud. It just gets really cluttered. But like, like I have an account on here for Soda Peacemaker and I'm not gonna release anything on it. <laughs> Where are you gonna drop everything? Uh it's on platforms now. Oh, my okay. single gotcha. my single's on all the platform all the major platforms. Mm-hmm. And then and the weeds will be on the major platforms as well. And nice. I got a couple songs lined up for after in the weeds. That's what's up. Yeah. See, I keep SoundCloud on my phone, 
just for like local artists because yeah that's the thing is because a local a bunch of local artists back in the day they needed soundcloud because yeah. they couldn't put it but local artists don't understand that now you can get your stuff on major platforms mm-hmm. easily yeah we see that lake dads didn't have their stuff on spotify so it's like fine yeah, I was listening to, Band, to yeah. that. Actually, I was pulling up as they were having that discussion, yeah. and I was like listening to uh, like fix your shit. <laughs> yeah, they said um, that they couldn't access their account or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. But like, other than that, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure what happened with that. They prob- it's probably they like they that. forgot a password and they just haven't. Yeah, got sent the confirmation email to redo their password. <laughs> yeah, something like that, dude. I hate that. I hate uh, trying to change my password, and I. I'm like in a rush and I hit send a confirmation email or whatever and then it never comes and I'm just like what the f- what's happening? Yeah man, I forget so many passwords. Yeah, dude, me too. So and I and then I get pissed at myself. I'm like why am I making a different password for everything? Yeah, I should just sucks. have the same password all the time. It's annoying, especially if you have like a job or you work on a computer. Yeah. Cuz you got to change that shit like every 30 days and you're like I don't have any more creativity to put in this. I know, dude. And then <laughs> this you part have... of my life like it's like you can't use the last 10 passwords yeah you can't use the last 10 passwords you got to have an exclamation mark in there you got to have upper lower case and then you have to somehow put the batman symbol in there somehow yeah. shit's wild and i'm like i don't understand man you just make the password for me then fine okay tell me what my password is but yeah man anyways like dads are the shit i just want to shout them out yeah. i love those shout guys out like dads i love their music um matt posted winter white my single he posted that on his story the other day and i was like fuck yeah man is that is that single on soundcloud no is it on spotify it's on spotify for sure i'm gonna pull it up then well i'll play it at the end okay or at the beginning whichever you prefer uh whatever is fine uh i i i was just happy with uh releasing something again man it's not definitely at the this this whole in the weeds is like a demo tape. These are just songs that like they're mastered for sure by Machine Six. Mm-hmm. So shout out. I've heard about him. He does great work. Who did um, I just talk with about him? Towton. Was it? Talks okay, about yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I think he had all his stuff mastered by Machine Six. But David is the shit, man. He used to live here, but he doesn't live here now. But um, he's a cool, dude, man. And he just released a single. Actually, hold up. Yeah, he just released a single. I have no I, idea where my phone went. I think I saw... I heard about him because, like, Chulo was, like, promoting him on his birthday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're really good friends. In fact, they're in the same group together. But what is... Um, so, Machine 6 is part of Bad Grammar? I think so, yeah. Okay. He was. I don't know if they're still doing that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he just came out with a track called Is This Healing? And it's, like... It's- it's insane. I love it. Those guys, uh, bad grammar. Him, Chulo and Sabi. Yeah, they're cool. They were yeah. really, they were really quiet on the podcast. I just. Oh, they were on here. Yeah, they might not just be. I just feel I like check they, it out. they were kind of nervous, maybe. But yeah, they just weren't that talkative. But they're cool as hell. I love their music. Yeah, me too, man. It's like they they bring a new style of like indie alternative rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like it a lot. I've done a, a few songs with Chulo back in the day. That's what's up. You posted, uh, I think it was with Jordy. You posted a song on Twitter that was really cool. Was it Plan B? Yeah, that was dope. That's just the song that everybody likes, man. And now that I'm doing this, like, I'm never, I don't, I hopefully won't perform that song ever again. But um, because of, like, where I was at at that time, not mm-hmm. because of anything else. But, like, 
that's the song everybody likes. They, they're from what I talk to, you know, they say they like that one. My Spotify is really slow, so it's gonna take a while. Well, so yeah, I'm not one of those like artists that's gonna pop up right away. Yeah, definitely. Only have one song. I think <laughs> it has like 30 plays on Spotify. So hell yeah, that's 30. I didn't have. I guess that's probably about. It's, it's hard starting over, man. It really is. But I feel that. But you know, it's gonna. It feels good, man. It feels good to be on a new mission, you know, not the same shit. Yeah, it's good to hear. I'm glad you're, uh, you know, away from the environment you were in. That sounds sounds like a tough place. Yeah, man. I know the thing. I think I just wanted to be in that because I thought that that was what artists were, were uh-huh. people who were like fucking struggling and shit. Yeah. I thought you had to have that struggle in order to be successful as an artist. I mean, yeah, you you hear about all that, like, every... (laughs) My favorite artists all were, like, drug addicts and Mm -hmm. died, you know, because of drugs and shit. So it's, like, I was too focused on, like, being who they were instead of making the level of stuff that they made, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. Because it seems like, yeah, like, Jimi Hendrix, every band from the 80s. um, I love Jimi Hendrix, for sure. All the people I like are super, are seen as cliché. Nirvana. But I like them because they're good, you know. Mm-hmm. They blew up because they were they're the, like the most famous musicians ever because they were good, you know. Dude, uh, Juice World, that guy. I only heard like yeah. a little bit of his music, but he was fucking good. He was really good, man. I was, that was crazy. I didn't listen to him until all that happened. He was to be like honest. 21 years old. Yeah. Fuck, like, that guy had so much time left. Yeah, I think he just turned 21. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Or yeah, so. Because he was on uh, a Eminem's new album, and that was like the only song I liked. <laughs> yeah, dude, I heard it was horrible. So um, I don't think I don't think Eminem's made like a a good album since like maybe 2006. That's because Eminem hasn't been around since 2006. <laughs> so he needs to understand that, man. That was the last like album that I was like I really like. Oh yeah, like, dude, his shit thing. back then, dude, definitely was awesome. Yeah. Relapse, relapse had some cool stuff on it, and then kind of after that, I was like, "This is weird." <laughs> yeah, dude, I understand that for sure. Like, I, I, Eminem, dude, his original shit. Yeah. Him when he was Eminem and not of Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a shit man. He's just, he's probably one of the like the best lyricists on the planet, but he's like not relatable. Yep. Or interesting, you know. People like- <laughs> tell me all the time. People will tell me, people who don't listen to rap, by the way, will tell me um, he's the best rapper of all time. And I'm like, no, he's a very talented lyricist, for sure. He's a great writer, but no, he's weird, man. Yeah, like he can't, I've, I've had this discussion with people, like he can't make a hook. Like no, he can't. He can't. he can't put a song together. Hooks are where it's at. Yeah. I can't make a verse. <laughs> See, like I cannot make a verse for shit. That's why he leans so heavy on like Lady Gaga, Pink, all these pop stars, Rihanna. Skylar Grey. Rihanna, yeah. yeah. He's just like, I'm going to get some some fruity hook because I don't know how to make one. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, he can't come up with a hook for shit. So mm-hmm. I guess, which yeah, I'm not made for verses, I guess. Mm. Which is kind of why I'm moving away from real song structure and kind of going into a different structure Who, so I don't have to deal with that. Who's on your uh, album cover? That's my best friend, Kane. 
Nice. Not my best friend. One of my best friends. I've said best friend three times on this podcast. You can have as many best friends as you want. Yeah, bro. no, a best friend is not number one friend above all other friends. It's you have a group of best friends. That's obvious. Rank them right now. Ranking them right now. <laughs> no, I won't. But um, Kane's the shit, man. I work with Kane, and like, he definitely pulled me out of some shit. And he's one of the most beautiful people I know, man. He's the shit. That's actually him in that picture with the face, uh, pulling the blanket off his face right there. Um, that's him, too. So Nice. But, uh, I like he's, the clouds in the back. Yeah, Eric Burdett shot all those photos. Oh, I had him on the podcast. Yeah, Shout he's out the Eric. shit. He's a um, cool dude. But yeah, Kane's amazing, man. He's he's my best, one of my best buds. I've man. always wondered on the Spotify bios. Do you enter that yourself? Yeah, I did, and I it was so hard, bro, because I'm like, I don't care, man. But I thought about it, and it's not about what I think; it's about what the listener thinks. Mm-hmm. And so, I tried to make something that was a brief description of my sound. Um, That's what's up. I hate. It's a great I summary. Hate bios and shit. I don't like bios at all. So the. Uh what are you holding? Is that a, just an empty jacket? No, it's the same blanket. It's a blank, same blanket that that dude. Oh, we okay. did a music video shoot and then turned out to be a flop. I'm not a good director. And uh, yeah, so that was all for a music video shoot. And it, it just didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Like it, it did go well. Like Eric's super talented. He shot it. But my ideas were changing too rapidly. And I found out that that was a song that I didn't want to do a music video for. So I got a new idea. I've been meaning to talk to him about it, so I'll probably have to shoot that idea over his way because I don't like like he. There's no one that comes near him in Amarillo as far as skill with visuals. Really, that's awesome. He's the he's definitely. I mean, there's there's hardly people. I see his his stuff is on such a high level to me. Like Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know. There's definitely artists like painters like. like Keegan Hollis, man, he's he's amazing. I don't think I've heard of his heard of him, but he's amazing, man. That's what's his up. paintings are are we've talked about that. Me and him have talked about how like we respect the same things in visuals and, and mm-hmm. aesthetics and stuff. But like he's him and Eric are like two people that have inspired me more with their visuals than mm-hmm. certain musicians have in a lifetime. So have you shot uh, videos before this? No, I've never shot. I've never. I don't even have a video, so I've never shot a video before that. So one thing I thought was really cool. I don't know if you're a fan of uh, Donald Glover. Yes. But uh, because the internet, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite albums ever. He uh, wrote a whole screenplay to it, and it had like little clips for each song. And like I read the screenplay as I was listening to the album, and like looked at oh, the really? clips and everything, and it was really dope. It like added a whole new layer. Um, yeah. To the music. That's what I'm. I've actually been talking about that a lot is that like the visuals play an equal part as music. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, when you like listen to a song, you're like, Oh, this is really good. And then you see the music video, it puts it in a whole different perspective and it should, and it should be a better perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like I watched, there's a, let it happen by, um, Tame Impala. The song is like, goes in a certain direction. The video goes in a t- totally other different direction. Yeah. And, and it's cool. Cause like, it's like when you're reading a book and then you watch the movie, and you're like, oh, I didn't, I, it didn't look like this at all in my head. And I, it's exactly <laughs> like that because yeah. you get to ima- you get to see the scene twice, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, visuals are so important, and that's what a lot of artists don't understand, and they need to stress that more. Is like visuals will they, you're creating a world with your music, mm-hmm. you know. 
Yeah, definitely. Visuals are important. And if you got Eric on your side, then you're set, man. Creating a world with music. That's such a great way to look at it. Yeah, that's how I look at it because, like, I'm not a rapper, you know? Mm -hmm. But, but, like, in this world, I get to be someone that I'm not here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get to be who I really am. You get to create your own reality. Yeah. In a way. And I love that. Western pop was that for sure. Like, it taught me how to go to a different place. And I learned that from, uh, I think, Owl City back in... You remember Owl City? Yeah, Fireflies? Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, <laughs> I watched an interview by him because I just wanted to see what he was like. And oh, is that a single guy? Yeah. I thought it was a band this no, whole time. No, see, it's just a guy. And he said Owl City was this place that he created whenever he was like dealing with anxiety and depression and shit. And he would go to Owl City to make music. So, mm. I think that's badass, man. That I respect cool. that. I don't yeah. like Al City's music, but I like I think that that's a cool mentality. Hey, Fireflies was catchy. Fireflies will be the song of a millennium for sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I can't think of any. I feel like I heard one other song by them, and I was like, never again. But yeah, dude, there were some songs where I was like, okay, this kind of hits. Like he had an album that was really good, but then like, yeah, no, man. But he's probably out there doing something. Yeah. Hanging out with owls. Working on it. He's selling insurance to people or something like that. <laughs> He's a State Farm agent now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I made Owl City. Yeah, whatever, dude. He's a <laughs> <laughs> so my boat crashed. Okay, but I made Owl City, though. That's the thing. Do you know who I am? It's Classic. Can't wait for that to say not less than a thousand, but... Yeah. Eventually. That's fun. Explicit. I can't play it because it has curse words. I don't curse. I don't think I even. I don't even think I have curse words. In, I'm trying to think. I think I say shit. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I do say shit. Maybe I say bitch. No, I don't think I say bitch. But I. It's more of the themes. I don't know the rules yet. I'm bad on streaming platforms. I I'm not. I'm new to it, so I don't know the rules. Yeah, I don't know the rules either. I mean, I upload my podcast on here, but it does everything for me pretty much. Oh, really? So, yeah. Badass. Yeah, yeah. I uh yeah, me and Chulo did a song a long time ago and we got a radio version so that it could go on the radio and the dude who made our radio version cut out we were talking about rain. We were talking about acid rain. Uh-huh. Because rain has acid in it. And uh he he took that out. And we were just like, why'd you do that? He said, you were talking about acid. And we were like, yeah, not that kind of acid. <laughs> I don't know. That's just an interesting, stupid story. That's fun. So I've always wondered how that works. Does I, I thought maybe people at the radio station themselves edited um, like hip-hop and stuff. No, if you want a clean version, you have to make it yourself. Interesting. So every artist has to make their own clean version. Yep. And do they were? I guess not. Never mind. I was going to say, do they record it that way? Because like, you, you hear like, uh, like YG's song. You know, like he says, my hitter, my hitter. Did he have to go into the studio? Oh, yeah. And say hitter? I hate clean versions like that. <laughs> That's stupid, man. That's bullshit. But it, yeah, it sounds super corny. Like, I'm trying to think of. Uh, That's so dumb. No, yeah, there's other songs that are like, are that. like fuck that shit. I love bad Dude. bitches. That's my fucking problem. The fucking, yeah, that one's hilarious because it's like, I love, love. That's my. Yeah, <laughs> and dude, that's, that's, that's funny. Problem. I used to laugh at that in high school, bro. But uh, what's the one, dude? Fuck, I was just thinking about it. 
Oh, yeah. He's like, I was riding around town. I seen you riding around town with a girl I love. And I'm like, forget you. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you recorded a whole nother song, or at least a whole nother hook. Yeah. Your song's called Fuck You, man. That is, okay. So that makes, so that's a whole nother job for the artist. Yeah. They have to go and edit No, we themselves. don't, they, no, normal artists don't do that. If they make a good piece of art, they don't do that. But if they make a garbage pop song, then I guess they can re- record their chorus like that just mm-hmm. defeats it, it takes away from the piece you know yeah definitely you, but yeah i hate that shit I, <laughs> usually you just mute it or like you reverse it or something do something crazy to it mm-hmm. but that's funny man that he is says, funny. forget you i was like shut up dude i've always i've always wondered like how that worked I, I just assumed it was like i don't know some some agent that they have is like we gotta go in and and re sometimes they do it this. on the radio like they will they will drop the whole track during the cuss word that's a whole lot of pressure though yeah that's like that's like if they're doing live shows like if if 93 won the beat was at mm-hmm. like bodegas or something and they were like doing like the I'd, thing where I'd they definitely play. bleep the wrong word yeah dude definitely you'd be like freaking fuck <laughs> and then you know you'd bleep it down and then it would just be like fuck and you'd, well shit done that's i noticed that uh the YouTube version of uh, International Players Anthem. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah, it says, you ain't a pimp, you a fairy. They bleep out the word fairy. It's like, really? you ain't a pimp, you a... I think someone just messed up. But, yeah, I just thought it was funny. Maybe someone messed up, or maybe fairy, since it's like a derogatory term, I guess. I don't Slightly know. Slightly homophobic. I know I know it's weird because like it's if you if you say goddamn you have to bleep out god but mm-hmm. you don't bleep out damn. Yeah, like with asshole they bleep out hole. Yeah, you're like you ass beep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, I feel like that that's backwards. It should be beep hole. Yeah. Cuz if you call someone a hole there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you could have said donut. You're a fucking hole, dude. <laughs> but then it'd be like it'd be like you fucking beep. <laughs> Be fucking in there. That's funny. Oh, that's awesome. Man, we're at two hours. There um, we go. We did it, boys. We did. We did. Yeah. What else? I think we covered about everything, man. Yeah, um, man. That was a good talk. Everything I could think of. <laughs> we talked about throwing shit on people. We talked about beep, ass beep. Beep. <laughs> we talked about... uh. Your best friends? My best friends, all seven of them. Your favorite rappers? We talked about one of my favorite rappers plus 13 other ones. Who's wearing the shoes right there in Winter White? That's me. That's a Raph Simmons spirit on my left foot. That's my Gucci leather shoes on my right foot. So, they're beat up now, though, because in that music video, I had to run through a field. And now, that music video is not even going to be a real thing, so... You should release it anyway. You want to know for real while we're not releasing it? It's because there's a scene where I'm running, sprinting, like being chased by something. And I have a bag in my hand. And Keegan and Caitlin and Kane, my best friend of all people, were making fun of the way I ran. So I said, fuck it. We're not doing the video. No, do it, man. No, dude. It's do so it. cheesy, man. I, I was thinking about making it cheesy, like trying to make the whole thing cheesy yeah. so that the whole video like blends. And you see me running. You're like, oh, yeah, he's doing that on purpose. He's trying to make it look as cheesy as all the other shit. No, just be like, fuck it. And it's open for interpretation. 
Maybe, I was just pissed. Maybe because, I run no, like a bitch sometimes. What they don't understand is we're in a field with a bunch of little holes in it, in the ground. And there are hill, hills, and I'm running down a hill. So, like, you run down a hill better than I did. It's hard to run down a hill. Yeah, it's very hard with holes and in it. And not bust your face. There's, like, cactuses or cacti or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, like, little freaking, those. what are those plants called? Those spiky ones? All over the place, man. I'm not trying to get red dots all over my shins. Yeah. I feel that. No, you should release it. I want to. I want to see it. I'll see if he still has the footage. <laughs> Hell yeah! Cool. So, um, you've listened to the episodes. I like to ask wrap up questions. Have you heard them? I haven't heard the wrap up questions. Oh, no, okay, up? exciting, cool. So uh, I think I have like five, okay. but I stole all of them from other podcasts Let's and just go. combined Let's them. Do it. Combine them together. All right. What is your definition of success? Being happy, man. That's cheesy as shit, and I was—I promised myself I wasn't going to be cheesy, but uh, really, I thought being successful was something else a year ago. I just want to let everybody know being and being successful is happy with who you are and, and your your surroundings. Beautiful. It's a great answer. I would I would have to agree. I think I've answered that the same way when they asked me the first time. Um, okay, if you could. Make everyone in the world do something for 30 days. They have to do it regardless of what it is. Uh, what would you make them do and why? Shit, serve tables. Nice. And then you get to be picky about your fucking steak. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. 30 days straight. Serve for 30 days straight. That's funny. When I asked uh, Nikki that question, he was like, "Like, make them be a slave? And I was like, no, like just, <laughs> I mean, maybe if you wanted to. But I guess if that was your choice, <laughs> man, you weirdo. Wasn't the direction I was trying to go. It was just funny. Um, but being serving tables, then yes, be a slave. Yes. You get paid zero dollars per hour. Is it, what is it, like 250 Yeah, it is, but after taxes, you don't get a check. Yeah. You only get paid enough to get to cover your taxes. And then after that, everything you make for real stuff, like houses and shoes and water, uh, is most important things, and uh, is um, tips. That's it. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Would you prefer um, a higher minimum wage for servers, or do you think it's the system's good No, no, at? no, no. I don't want the government fucking with serving, because I make more than people who get degrees Oh yeah. So please don't touch it. Don't touch the minimum mm-hmm. wage. Let me if you want to go work at Toot and Totem, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But come over and be a server and you will make a lot more, I promise. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, that's cool cuz I've heard different perspectives on that. Like I've seen No, don't touch it, man. I want all my <laughs> ca- dude in the summer, dude, on Christmas Day, I made $500 for 4 hours, bro. Damn. That's cool. Come on, man. I don't want to. I don't want you to touch it. Let me keep that money. Man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good to I know. I wish I could tell. I've been wanting to. I wish I could tell the whole nation that. But then I also don't want them to because then the government would be like, oh, he's making too much money. Fuck that. Yeah, they would. They'd audit you. Yeah, I'm surprised it's still a thing. They'd I'm, come I'm after you like they did Wesley Snipes. I'm surprised <laughs> serving is still a thing. I really am. Like, I'm surprised we don't all just make hourly wages like they do in California. Mm hmm. Like, we don't touch it, man. Wait, are you saying servers in Cali make? Yeah, servers in Cali make ten dollars minimum. Ten dollars an hour. So they probably get like two dollars per table. 
which sucks because when Californian people come into my restaurant, it sucks because I give you good service and I get like $3 on 100 doesn't work like that. Really? Yeah. And we, Fuck. Have, to, we have to pay out $3 every $100. Bro, California sucks. <laughs> Everything about California yeah, sounds California bad. Yeah, California does kind of suck. Aside huh? from like the art and the movies and everything, like their taxes are shit. I'm sure people in Wisconsin or something like that or like Minnesota would love to live in California. But like if you live in Texas, shit's pretty tight here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, California. They, they, suck. they tax everything over there and they're on fire half the time. Like it's just, it's yeah, just not terrible. Not in good ways either. You're on fire in all the bad ways. So, <laughs> which is literally. So. <laughs> so I don't like that. Oh, man. That's funny. Okay. I think I only have two more. Two yeah. more. Here we go. All right. Uh, can you remember a time that you laughed the hardest? Oh, man. I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Hold on. Let me think. God damn. The time that I laughed the hardest. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't laugh a lot nowadays. But when I do, it's hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one time. We were bad kids. We smoked in middle school and shit. And I, we were all high as shit. It was like sixth grade. And Damn. we were spraying things on fire with Axe bottles. And my friend, for some reason, had a bottle of like, I think it was like isopropyl. So like that alcohol, rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, he we were spraying that and then he dropped that and we set like my friend's whole backyard on fire which isn't funny but like mm-hmm. for some reason in that moment it was hilarious <laughs> and my friend i look over and my friend was wearing normal clothes one second and the next second when everything was on fire he was in cowboy boots short shorts and a tank top and he was trying to stomp out the fire and it was i don't know man it was the funniest fucking thing i've ever Wait, seen he went thing. inside and put those clothes on no he didn't dude i don't remember how that was possible <laughs> that he changed i don't know how it happened man but it happened it was and like I, a superman scenario and he yeah. was like i gotta go hide it was, and change it was yeah like and he ripped his shirt off and all of a sudden he was wearing tank tops short shorts and cowboy boots which I don't even know how he got the cowboy boots, but... Did he get the fire out? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think so, because my friend's house was still intact the next day, so <laughs> that's good. That's funny. I set a whole field on fire once with a firework. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but I love that, It wasn't dude. funny, though. <laughs> oh, no, probably not as funny. I was, I was pretty scared. I thought I was going to get arrested. Yeah, dude. I, yeah. I was like 12. <laughs> Getting arrested is bad shit. It's probably in sixth grade. Yeah, dude. Sixth grade, people are always setting <laughs> shit on fire, dude. Fuck sixth graders. If you're in sixth grade, I don't... I don't f- fuck off. I don't fuck with you. Yeah, dude. Sorry. You set shit on fire. Yeah, I don't fuck with kids. It's a, that's an endorsement I'm going to have for the rest of my life, so... Yeah, fuck sixth graders. Wait, not literally. Just yeah, not literally. Don't, don't, yeah, dude, just don't talk to <laughs> sixth graders is what I mean. Fuck Subway, too. Subway, why? Oh, because Jared was a rapist. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. But he was just like the commercial guy. Schlotzky's is good, though. You can get a good sandwich. I get a sandwich from Schlotzky's all the time. Yeah. You can get a good sandwich there. Don't go to Subway. Yeah, they don't diddle kids at Schlotzky's. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> they don't have a Schlotzky's guy that lost that a lot of devastating. weight. That would be devastating. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, gain weight at Schlotzky's. All right, final question. It, that's for sure. I hope that your energy moves on, man, and mm-hmm. goes somewhere else. But by somewhere else, I don't mean like a palace with like a fucking gate to it. I mean like I hope that you just travel the universe and your energy. Like, if you're a good person, your energy is gonna bring good things to the universe. If you're mm-hmm. a bad person, you probably are gonna soil the universe a little bit. But that's okay because there are a lot of good people out there. See, 
I like that. I like that idea. But then it's like, what defines good and bad, you know? Oh, well, yeah, dude. Like, not like, I just mean like how you treat people. Oh, you okay. Know? Yeah. Caring about, caring about other people is everything to me as far mm-hmm. as like everything, you know? And I'm bad at it, you mm-hmm. know? I'm mean as fuck. But mm-hmm. like, it's a big, is important, man. Yeah. And I think if you, regardless of if there is or isn't or whatever is out there, if you're a bad person, man, you're going to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. If you're mean to people, you're going to have to deal with it. That's, that reminds me of like a bit like Bill Burr had where he was like, uh, if he were to die, they wouldn't have anything nice to say at his funeral. He'd be like, ah, he paid his bills on time. <laughs> his real bill paying son of a bitch. <laughs> He's a real bill paying. Exactly, bro. Don't be a bill paying son of a bitch, bro. Skip out on your bills and go buy someone a coffee. Oh, that's nice. I thought you were about to say car. I was like, fuck yeah, uh, buy yeah, me a car. No, don't buy someone a car. That's stupid. <laughs> Unless it's like a Hot Wheel. You see those cool. like commercials around christmas time where they like surprise their family yeah. members with a car like who the fuck can do that yeah dude I, <laughs> and i see those videos on twitter and youtube sometimes where they actually do that and i'm like that's not real that's definitely not real They're like hey here's a freaking toyota corolla mom thank you yeah I thank mean, you for raising I, me i want to know the conversation after that and it's like yeah you just got to pay like 380 a month <laughs> yeah dude yeah exactly i thought about that bro it's like hey i got you this freaking nissan titan uh you just got to pay 500 dollars a month <laughs> and insurance too because i'm not paying for that shit so but i got you the loan so there you go you're welcome we're co-signers <laughs> yeah don't co-sign. Help That's the best credit. advice I could give anyone. Yeah, don't co-sign. I co-signed. I, I co-signed on a vehicle, and ugh, a friend of mine. Um, I co-signed probably two or three you years. Co-signed ago. with a friend. Yeah. Oh man, it well, was a mistake. I co-signed with my mom because they won't let me get an See, apartment mom makes without sense. mom. Um, but yeah, um, I I had to sign. I was the main signer because his credit sucked, and like every time he misses a payment, Capital One calls me, and I gotta be like. Fucking Capital One called me Come for on. the third time this week, bro. Can you Come just... on, Derek, you prick. Yeah, Derek. Pay your shit. I won't say his name. It yeah, starts he's... with an I and is a zick. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm all out of questions. There we go. I, was, I was trying to think of like more fun, creative questions the other day, but I forgot. Those are good questions. questions I want everybody to know that I think that hopefully something good happens but if not i have no idea what happens that's the answer to the last one yeah i mean that's you don't know what happens by the way so don't think that you do that's the realest answer you will find out that is always fun to see though is like the uh the people who like oh i know yeah they're like (laughs) you are you have no idea i know but okay well i guess you'll find out in somewhere between now and 80 years so now in the end if it ever comes Dude, yeah, no, honestly, I think I'll live forever. Yeah. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. We, we're in the future. They're going to get mm-hmm. some pills that you take every month and you fucking, you live forever. Your immune system. Maybe. I don't think they do. I hope not. I'm not going to take them. I'm going to skip out. But They're not going to give it to us. Yeah, bro. It's probably out there already. They're going to give it to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> some, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm 125 now. Best shape of my life. Best shape out of every 125 year old you know. Oh man, maybe I don't know. I could I could see them giving it to Bernie. Oh yeah, I think Bernie already has it, man. Because how yeah. did he make it this far? Yeah, he had a heart attack like six months ago. Really? Yeah. I didn't even. They know that. kept it pretty low key, but yeah, he had a heart attack, and then he damn was, yeah, you don't want that shit getting out. For yeah, sure he came right out now. of the hospital the next day and was like waving to people. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, he, I'm fine. <laughs> I I don't. Um, the politics aside, bro. Like I think he's politics aside. Uh, he looks old, man. Yeah, he looks really old. He man. looks old as fuck. I just I want to give him a hug. I wish he was like forty. Hmm. But he's old, man. Yeah. And I just don't. He's old. It's always scary. Yeah, man. It's always. Yeah, dude. Why can't we have a young guy? Why, after Obama. Well, you have to be like 35. Why can't we have someone who's 36? I, I think JFK was like around like 40 and Obama was around 40. But Yeah, but why can't we have someone that. who's 37, <laughs> dude? Someone who's 37 who's still kind of concerned about podcasts. Yeah. He's like, we need to pay podcast people more. Gang, gang. Yeah, so. Eh, anyways. Yeah, that's the end. Thanks, Thanks. so much yeah. for having me on Thanks here, for man. This on. is awesome. I'll uh, wrap it up with Winter White. This is on Spotify. Go check it out. Go follow Soda Peacemaker. Uh, it's going to be funny if like, it delayed and we were just sitting here. We were just, just like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Well. My Wi-Fi's down. <laughs> <laughs>